Okay, everybody, thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. And uh, th- this this week we have with us uh, Jonathan Elkins, um, who is, uh, I don't know, how do how we want to... He drives big trucks. Big tr- I mean, I just want to say, like, <laughs> everybody's, you know, like, man, you think you're cool because you got 35s on your truck. Yeah, we, we, we okay, so yeah, we yeah. had this whole thing where uh, a friend of mine had said, don't call it a rig unless it has at least 35s on it, right? But and uh, you definitely have above 35s. What do you? What, what size tire do you roll? In? 66 inch. <laughs> <laughs> what you got now? <laughs> you can call it a rig. It's approved. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. How you doing, brother? Thanks for coming out, man. Good. It's an uh, honor to be here. Yeah, yeah. I I, I met you at um, we were at Overland. Uh, what is it like? The it was Overland, like an OVS thing, right? Over, it was Overland, like not Overland Expo. It was like. Overland power sport adventure. adventure. They're kind of throwing it all together. Yeah. yeah. Pomona and stuff. And like I was hanging out at Lobo trailers um, and just you, you came by and we were started talking about lights. Yep. And then next thing you know, we just start to start talking about everything. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and now he's on the podcast. And now you're on the podcast. So, yeah, that was rad. Was <laughs> funny cool. how that works out. Right. Right. You never know who you're going to meet, man. And it was funny too. Cause like, I didn't know anything about you. You know, we, we were just talking, we just, you know, had a good time talking. And then uh, I saw you on Instagram. I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> this dude drives monster trucks, dude. This is record rad. 66 inch tires, yeah. man. I, I try to stay I try to stay low key and stay humble. So yeah, that's right. I just don't throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's good. No, that's cool. Um yeah, so like uh what, is there one particular truck you're driving or Um right now I'm driving four Hot Wheels. Oh. Um I was driving a truck called Bone Shaker. Okay. Which is one of the original uh, Hot Wheels from 1968. Oh, yeah, oh, I remember that one. That's why I knew yep. it. Yeah, all right, all right. It's got the skull on the front. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, the skull on the, yep. on the yep. grill. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I did a tour, uh, European tour last year, driving that truck, and then I just got a call two days ago that I'll be here on the West Coast in the U.S. driving another truck for them called Race Ace. Race oh. Ace. Okay. Yep. Are you gonna be uh, like gonna be local to here? Yeah, they're all Race arena shows. So okay. like my close shows will be. The Toyota Center in Ontario, California, mm. the Pachanga Arena down in San Diego. Oh, okay. And then I guess there's an arena in Coachella that I've never heard of. Mm. Oh. So I'll be there. So all West Coast, yeah, all West Coast, including Las Vegas and oh, going cool. up through Oregon and all that. I'm gonna have to. I've never taken like as a kid. I always went to monster truck shows and stuff like that. Monster Jam, you know, yeah. Sunday, 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 you know, and all that. <laughs> But like I've never taken my daughter; she's ten, and I think she'd get a kick out of it, you know. Yeah, you know, it's what's, loud, but yeah. <laughs> I I had uh, time with Monster Jam, yeah, but uh, which was more kind of X Games, go big, right, right. But uh, with Hot Wheels, it's more about the kids, yeah, and kind of bringing the old school vibe of actually having like a halftime show. And, oh, really? Yeah, and so just instead of just having someone go out there and backflip it and go big. Yeah, trying to break it. And, trying yeah. to break it, Yeah, which doesn't, from a business standpoint, they're not making money. <laughs> I never yeah. understood that. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I have to break it. And like, but that's costing you money. <laughs> it can't be cheap. Well, and if you notice, too, there's no cars. Like monster trucks. Oh, that's right. It used to be all about crushing the cars. Yeah, and monster trucks, are. it's all about crushing the cars. And Monster Jam. They don't do that for, for No, they don't. For some reasons, I I won't share why, but I huh. will say that tire quality is not there. Mm. But with Hot Wheels, man, it's all cars. It's no dirt. I mean, I, I can get that thing straight up and down within hitting the first car. Wow. 
and so in inside the truck, it's it's you see through underneath you, right? Correct. That's how you're able to see kind of where you're going. And yeah, it's, it's all clear Lexan. Okay. So like, unless I'm twenty feet or closer to an object, mm-hmm. I I completely look where my feet are to see where I'm going. Really? That, yep. That's, that's got to be a trip to get used to that, driving like that. Just yeah. You sit up. How high up do you sit? About. I mean, the trucks are twelve feet tall. Yeah. So I'm about <laughs> at eight eight and a half feet high. That's that's pretty high. That, yeah, yeah. But when I'm doing a wheelie, when I when I jump, yeah. I can either look through the windshield and see the jumbotron, <laughs> or look through my feet and actually see where I'm going. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a trip. It's kind of like the sand cars, because like out in those glamets and stuff. Same thing. They're doing wheelies in the sand cars, and I remember a lot of them had the Lexan, you know, bottom and stuff like that, so you could kind of see out the front, the wheel well area or the firewall or something, you know. Yep. Yeah. Because all the motors in the back on the sand cars. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that wheelie action so yeah. yeah and then another thing that the overland rigs don't have yet is i have rear steer yeah oh yep yeah you can do those quick little spins and yep. stuff like that yeah yep not to go back to the tuner world but uh yeah <laughs> the old school like 89 88 prelude had saying. the four-wheel steering yeah that was so cool man yeah i, I dated a girl we went to prom and, and she had uh one of those and yeah i gotta drive it was fun <laughs> yeah I, I just sold the uh the wheel spacers on my mini cooper yeah and i sold to a guy with an 89 uh prelude and he rolls yeah. up and i was like oh it was a yellow one oh and uh and then he pulls away and i see his wheels go like this in the rear i was like Dude, oh man that is crab so, walk yeah so trick well yeah. they do you know, like on the, like, a lot of the rock crawlers nowadays you know yeah. they're that's big like know? the buggies yeah yeah, yeah the rock, rock buggies, buggies and stuff like yeah that. high school i drove a lowered ford ranger and i want to say we all went the lowering route because you could do it so cheap yeah, or free cutting springs and yep. <laughs> yep. now when it comes to lifting stuff it's just all money yeah oh, oh yeah. big money all yeah. big money yeah exactly uh. <laughs> oh man i can't afford that no yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like how? Yeah, because like the shocks, just the shocks alone, gotta be freaking like you know, just buying like coilovers for you know, like a Ford Ranger. You know, they're like you know, eight hundred bucks a piece. You know, I can't imagine like, I'm, I would remember I was fitting like trying to stuff like sixteens or eighteens in there. You know, some bypass shocks. You know, you, those things. What are like? What's the length on a shock for like a monster truck? Like thirty two in the front, twenty six in the back. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And it doesn't land like it doesn't ride like a Cadillac. I can tell you that right now. Pretty Real jar- springy. Um, yeah, it's kind of one little bounce and then it absorbs it. But my L, my L1, L2, L3 are worn down 50%. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I've been driving for just a little over 10 years now. Wow. What got you into that? Um, Long story, medium, because I can't keep it short. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, time. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. say long story long. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to the to the mid eighties. So Ooh, me and my dad right. me and my dad have a leaf spring suspension shop okay. and I'm fourth generation. Oh, oh wow. Cool. So back in the eighties when Bigfoot was being built, mm-hmm. a guy approached my dad and was like, Hey, I wanna build one of these. Well, they're leaf springs, right? Uh-huh. So my dad built the truck and then took the leftover parts that he didn't use on that build and built a mud truck. So oh, yeah. they kind of teamed up and did mud trucks and and monster trucks, like how it used to be at L.A. Coliseum and Jack Murphy Stadium and all that. So I kind of grew up around it. Well, my professional racing career um, started early 2000s. Mm. Um, and I started racing like tough truck stuff with a little oh, yeah. Volkswagen bug. Well, I, 
my dream since I was five or six was to be a professional race car driver. That's that was that was my goal. I think it's every kid. <laughs> I know, right? Anybody who's ever played with Hot Wheels or the little Matchbox Bad cars. Yeah. Remember the micro machines and yeah. everything? Yes. Yeah, man. I still have a box of those somewhere. Oh, that's uh, awesome. My son's like, what are these? They're so small. <laughs> and then you had like the, the cars with the pennies in the back where you had to have a penny or something like that to make oh, it to go. Oh, to get it Yes, go. Yeah. I remember those. Yep, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of grew up around it, but my off-road racing, I, I got into Lucas Oil off-road racing at the regional level. Oh, like the, like the short course uh, Short course, yeah. Like they have over in like Lake Elsinore and stuff. Yeah, like and that, that right? track closed, yeah. and then there was a track down in Otai yeah, yeah. Uh, that closed. So it's kind of a sport that really, really thrives and then just kind of dies off. Not so I, I got into that, and then I turned pro um, and got out of a truck called a Pro Light and started racing side-by-side. Well, one time at the Del Mar Fair, actually doing a display for my business, and a guy had one of those, it's called a Patriot, but it's like a mini monster truck. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he had one on display, and I'm like, hey, for, for intros for the real monster trucks, can I take it out? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Well, I didn't tell him what I was going to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went out there, and I hit the cars in intros, and then actually got the thing to do a wheelie, which I, I really was just dragging the hitch, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the full-size guys was talking to the guy that owns the Mini. He's like, hey, he, he's a professional with, with the off-road. Do you think he could drive a full-size? And he's like, I don't see why not. So like a couple <laughs> weeks later, a guy calls me. Hey, you want to try and drive monster trucks? I'm like, sure. <laughs> You're like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the crazy thing is, so it was, in Tur- it was in Turlock, California at a fair. And I'm doing the pit party in the little boy was asking me how long I've been driving. I'm like, dude, this is my first show. Oh, shit. And his mom <laughs> just started. You were lying. Yeah. Oh, his mom, his mom looked at me and gave me a dirty look. And she's like, don't lie to my kid like that. I'm like, no, it is. No, no. I'm like, I've been, I've driven like five minutes. <laughs> they put the big tires on it. I drove and parked it. Like there's no, your, yeah. Some people have, you know, compounds to, to practice at now, but. In, oh, yeah, that's big money now, yeah. but yeah. And that day, it was like, dude, just jump in. And the guy that owned the truck <laughs> didn't even so know bad. I was driving it. Oh, shut up. You, it was, you met the owner? No, it was owned by the promoter. Oh, okay, so okay. To them, it was like one of their equipments, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he thought someone else was gonna was driving it. So then he Surprise. caught wins. <laughs> After a good show, he's like, he told the guy, hey, good show. He's like, no, Jonathan was driving it. Oh, that's rad. So on my way home from that show, I had two other people calling me, hey, you want to drive for me? Hey, you want to drive for me? No way. How yep. old were you then? Uh, 25, 26. Dude. That's yeah. got to be At, oh. epic. Yeah, I'll At be that age. Yeah, I'll be 40 in the end of April. Oh, okay, okay. You're barely so. older than me. I'm 39, too. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I turned 40 in November. So. Well, hopefully you were surprised. That means I don't show my age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just like looking at myself like, what am I doing wrong? I want to drive cool. monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about that is... I. I, I pack all my gear. I either fly or drive wherever the, the venue is. To show up and jump Get in. in the truck, do my thing, and, and go home. So, like, when I weighed the options between that and the off-road where I was working till 2, 3 in the morning. Fixing the truck. Uh, fixing the truck. The truck or, and, yeah. and spending my own money, and then you're really chasing it versus just show up and drive. I'm like, first of all, to me, that's, like, the the biggest compliment that tells me I've reached my goal. I'm a professional driver. I'm getting paid to drive, right? Yeah. 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 Not just a, a person that's throwing money at it, trying to be somebody. Mm-hmm. 
And it kind of just, everything else just kind of took off from there. I've done SEMA appearances. I've done magazines, TV. I met some amazing uh, people that are professionals in their own uh, respected sports. So it, it's been a good ride, man. And, and last year was definitely the peak of my career. Really? Why is yeah. that? Well, I got a call uh, from a guy named Craig Christensen. He's a 30-year veteran. Uh, he used to drive a, a real popular truck in Monster Jam called Max D. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, he, I know what you're talking about. He's actually one of the only people to drive it other than the, the creator. Oh, cool. So the trucks are subcontracted for Hot Wheels. So he called me and said, hey, do you have a passport? I'm like, I do, but it's not current. He's all, how quick can you do it? And I'm like, I, I can get it renewed or, or whatever yeah, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. He's all, well, if you're interested and you can get that done, I want to fly you over to Europe. Oh. They're in the middle of a world tour. Oh. So I got to go to Europe for 53 days straight. Oh. I, I was in 12 different countries. I did 24 shows. No Just way. driving monster Just trucks. Just driving monster trucks. I had four days off a week, five days off yeah, a week. Yeah, you're just on weekends, basically, yeah. right? Yep. And yeah, they're putting you up the whole time. Yep. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be a tourist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... It, to me, there are so many times it's like, hey, pinch me because this has got to be fair. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No <laughs> way. That's a dream, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so you just kind of fell into it. it. You just yeah. kind of fell into it. In a little. I mean, you yeah. were around well, it. Like yeah. you said, you grew you up in it. You put in the work as well because you were racing anyways, you know, and stuff like that. And, and that's the thing, too. Like a lot of people say, hey, you know, how, how do I get into it? When you got to just drive whatever. Like whatever is offered to you, drive it. Because obviously, if I'm sitting in a, in my race car, racing professional off-road. And then the next week, I'm willing to just, hey, I want to drive a mini monster truck through the intro of, of a real truck show, right? Yeah. So you got to take every opportunity you can, whether it's big or small. But You just got to have a love for the you know, the motorsport or whatever, yeah. just for driving. Because someone had asked me before, like, why? I remember getting out of the mini monster truck and they're why would you do that? I'm like, dude, when you're a motorhead, you'll drive anything. Yeah, you give fun. me the keys to your boat that hauls ass, I'm going to drive your boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how my uh, father-in-law is. He's like, he's got one speed and it is an F 18. Let's go, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we went out and did the NASCAR experience thing where you get okay. to drive uh, the NASCAR. Yeah. I think it was like Fontana speedway or whatever. And, uh, we were out there and he was just pushing it to the max, Certain people just get in there and they just go. I mean, I was like trying to like, you know, be good about Playing it, be nice about it. it. Yeah. I mean, after a few laps, I just started like letting loose or whatever. I was hitting the rev limiter, you yeah. know. It was like, okay, you're going too fast or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, certain people can just get in and just start driving and having a great time. And like you said, like you have to like start somewhere. Nobody's just gonna hand you a keys to like you're not Ricky Bobby. Nobody's gonna hand you keys to a freaking NASCAR and say go race. Yeah, you know? like a lot of guys start out doing like slot cars and you know all that kind of stuff just to get track time and then you know if you're doing good at that then hey they'll move you to the next stage and then next stage and eventually you'll end up there so yeah yeah you, you really got to you yeah. really got to eat breathe and shit it yeah. to be honest <laughs> yeah. and if someone tells you no you you can't just quit no yeah. too many people quit on their dreams and, and they never achieve it mm -hmm. yeah you know that's definitely a lesson yeah for the youngsters out yeah y'all listening <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So, so you're still doing it. You're still uh, considered a professional monster truck driver. Yep. Right? It's funny because in my heart, I'm an off-road racer, and there, my family always tells me they're like, "Dude, you're a monster truck driver. Like, you're not known to be an off-road racer." And in fact, it was funny on, 
on CBS Sports, the last season I did for Lucas Oil Off-Road was 2020, and COVID kind of killed it. So on TV, they're announcing our class as we're doing the parade lap, and they're going over each driver. Well, they say, Jonathan Elkins, the monster truck driver. And I'm like, dude, like, they're they're honest. Like, I'm a monster truck driver trying to be an off-road racer now. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, know? But yeah. I was one of those guys, like, even when I was up front, I'd be on the last lap and I'd roll like I'd get so close. I mean, I got 26 podiums and most of them are seconds and seconds and thirds. And I have a first place, but I just would fold under pressure where with like the monster trucks, it is super competitive, but you can have a bad show because it's exactly that a show Mm -hmm. and you get a chance to do it again, you know, the next day. But is it ever a bad show when you're checking out monster trucks, just doing some tricks? Because even when you fail, you kind of, you're still it's there the show, doing yeah. it, you know? No, cause everyone loves carnage. Yeah. So if I make a mistake and roll, it just makes the crowd yeah, happy. They get, yeah, they get them yeah. amped up. The promoter's like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just cost me, you just cost us 20 grand in concrete damage. <laughs> yeah. Because Hot Wheels is all concrete. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so the cool thing I'm excited about is I go back on tour September. So I've enjoyed the first and second quarter off, but um, the new truck I'm getting in, it's a brand new chassis. It's full lockers. Mm. So you can get that thing to do what we call a cyclone. Mm-hmm. Which, Spin it. Yeah, the front of that truck is chasing the ass of it as quick as you can blink. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be exciting. When you got 1,800 horsepower, yeah, you're full lockers. Yeah, you're pushing some G-forces in. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have dual lockers on my ZR2. Can I do that? You could try it. Let's do it. I'm not on 66 inch tires. Uh, we all, we all, all earlier, years. we just said to try it. Yeah. So try it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. How is it? You were saying like the, is there like a ranking system then in the monster trucks? Like, do you get awarded points or something like that for, no, like, how's that work? I mean, just exhibition more so than, yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. E- even monster jam, when you watch it on TV and they're talking about point, point rankings and all that it's just made up i'm just going to be honest in front of us all right now all the all the judges they're not real judges it's all (laughs) subjective a lot of it's wwe all good old boys hanging out with each other and yeah i mean if you're racing against gravedigger and and you're kind of getting out front they're they're known to kill the truck Oh, let shut you up? refire because they can do it with remote remotely yeah. yeah so it doesn't get out of control yeah or they want you to kind of hit the cars in the corner to make a mistake mm. but i mean if he's blown up then obviously you're gonna win but that's what i liked about hot wheels is because they're not trying to be nascar they're they're keeping the reality that it's a show and it's entertaining when when you see me win it's a legit win Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I remember seeing, uh, I mean, because Hot Wheels does a lot of different things. I mean, they even did this one thing with, like, Travis Pastrana or something like that, oh, where he yeah. was, like, launching a truck off of this huge ramp, and it was, I think it was during some big sporting event. It was, like... Was it the uh, one where he had to do the... the, the yeah, it the was, like, a reenactment. Like, a white truck thing. that had, like, flames and a wing yes. on the back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. They got a lot of money to play with, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean... People still collect Hot Wheels. I mean, yeah, I mean, what, well, either. I mean, oh, you got a Hot Yeah, there's Hot Wheels. You got a Land Rover right there. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I just gave away my last one, but I was actually going to bring you uh, a bone shaker to add to the collection. Oh, so that'd be right. I, awesome. I, I owe you one for sure. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're always welcome back. So, yeah. you know. Awesome. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. I, I might actually have to uh, come down to your shop, though, because I mean, uh, I'm having issues with the suspension on the Tundra, so I might see what you can work up on that thing. Oh, for sure. I just today I just worked on a truck for uh, 
Tobo uh, Terra. They okay. do they do rentals. Oh, right on. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that and that's kind of what got me into the Overland thing was all these people rolling in my shop. I've had Brad from Trail Recon in my mm-hmm. shop. Oh, okay. His Comanche or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just worked on that probably six or eight months ago. Oh, nice. So what's, what's, I, what's the name of your shop then, by the way? I don't know if uh, you brought that up. North County Spring. Okay, okay. We're out of Escondido area. Okay. And I'm fourth generation. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that freaking crazy <laughs> you know awesome. your shit then <laughs> yeah i mean it's all old school blast uh blacksmithing too i mean we roll the eyes yeah. put them in a furnace roll them we arch them by hand with a hammer and anvil so Man. there's there's no robot doing yeah just what pumping them out yeah 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 hand, and the thing is hand built in california yep nice and that's really how it has to be especially like i mean my background is off-road so we get a lot of the guys that are chasing race cars down in Mexico, every setup's different, right? So you can't have, you know, I'm not going to pick on other Leaf Spring brands out there, but they're kind of generic in the sense of they got one for a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. You know, they yeah. got one for an F-150, and then if it's not, you know, ideal, pull Leaf out. That's not how it works. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It could, <laughs> yeah, you, you need to have, like, kind of custom-tuned, dialed-in a setup versus, you know, not one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I had, I remember a couple of years back, I had Dead Man Off-Road. I know they've been on your show. Yeah, yeah. They're, a couple they're weeks on, ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he he called me once, and he's like, hey, my truck's, my Tundra is, is sagging really bad. Okay. And I'm like, well, what do you have back there? I got Devers. All right, so they have, like, 13 or 14 leaves in them. Well, do you still have the stock ones? He's all, yeah. I'm like, I'll re, I'll rework your your stock ones, and you'll only have like nine leaves in it. He's like, you're telling me that I'll have <laughs> nine leaves, so I'll have less leaves, but I'll hold more weight. I said hands down. <laughs> really? How is that? Like, how do you? Is this like the curvature of it, or a, a lot of it's the the thickness of the material, the displacement? Because each leaf that gets shorter, those are all yeah, deflection yeah, they, points. They stack, yeah. They're all deflection points. Okay. So like with the Devers, they go super paper thin. Well, when you go paper thin, you got to go more leaves. Okay. And I, in fact, I told him, well, dude, if you're, if you're happy, cause he was still kind of like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, if you're happy <laughs> with it, I want one of your things, one of your little kits, right? Oh, Which yeah, I still yeah. haven't Dead used. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of helps if I get a winch on my rig first. Yeah. 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 But um, <laughs> it's still holding up. It, it rides better. It carries the weight. So this whole overlanding thing, I feel like there's a big misconception on what you need for suspension. Like I see people that go log travel, which isn't really necessary per se for, for 90% of them. Yeah. But also like people doing trails, like the wider your rig is, the more you're limited to where you can go. Yeah. It's opposite. Like people kind of have the conception of like the desert race scene, cause kind of where I came from, like, you know, doing all that. And you always wanted to go wider. You know, you're pulling your Ford 8-inch out and Stability. putting a 9-inch in there and, you know, wider arms and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, the long travel. That's why, like, people, like, who get, like, like a Ford Raptor and try to make that into an overland vehicle, well, it's not set up for all carrying weight, you know what I mean? Yeah, at speed. At speed, yeah. So it's more for going fast over bumps and stuff like that, which is great. It's perfect for that, but it doesn't, <laughs> you know, translate to overlanding where you're just throwing tons and tons of gear and weight into there, you know? Yeah. Well, even shock technology. So, like the, with the monster truck, um, they're nitrogen-filled shocks. There's no coil. Well, once I start driving the truck and get it moving, it works better because the fluid heats up. Yeah, it warms up. Yeah. Shocks are the same way. And ninety percent of the time, these guys going down fire roads, 
they're not moving the reservoir shock enough to get it at operating temperature. Yeah. So a lot of rigs that roll in my shop, I, I tell them, dude, just throw on a, a Bilstein 5100. Something that's not going to break the just bank. dampen it a little bit. And yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're not... People want triple bypasses, but they don't even know how to tune them. There's there's no point in having <laughs> yeah. that, right? But they look cool, man. They got I know. tubes on the outside. <laughs> I mean, I, I admit, especially in California, you see a lot of stuff that a looks lot of cool show, yeah. that they're not using. Yeah, those shiny oh, yeah. kings that are all powder-coated. They go to the mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I, the mean, I mean, I have a the Chevy ZR2, and it comes with the, the, the dynamic valving, whatever, suspension. And it does great in Mojave. You know, and I I don't have a ton of weight in my rig or whatever, but the, it's all the washboards for like long distance. And when I had the Bilstein 5100s in my Tacoma, those heated up and I had shock fade, uh, or at least that's what I felt like it had, because uh, it wasn't like dampening as much as it should. But then I took my ZR2 out there and it was just like night and day difference. But um, but the, but again, I was like really using them over washboards in the Mojave Desert, you know? So, so yeah, that, there's it, a big difference. Yeah, it's more set up for that versus, yeah. Well, a lot of people too, they're trying to, set their ride up with the shock and they ignore the spring. Yep. Cause I mean, the shock is just to slow down the movement of the spring. Mm -hmm. So in fact, in a couple of weeks, I have one of those big earth roamers oh, that yeah. is coming in. Rad. Yeah. The guy called me from Colorado and he's like, yeah, I need to have new springs, you know, cause his setup, he could just keep that and wait. Right. All four corners. And he's like, I'm thinking like five grand and he wants triple bypasses. I'm like, Dude, you're going to have six grand just in two shocks. I'm, you're spending yeah. more like 15 to 20. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be more realistic. Yeah, got to be more yeah. realistic. Like, wait, he has an earth roamer, so he knows. Yeah. 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 You're, you're not <laughs> you're not pinching pennies at this point. No, no. <laughs> or maybe you are because you spent so much on your earth roamer. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But don't, but don't they have those shocks and everything set up for it? But you said he just kept adding weight, which is why he needs to change Yeah. It? Okay. What are, yep. Yeah. How are those set up already? Are they with the, like all bypass and all that kind of stuff already? No. Or that's just what he, his idea that's was. That's his idea. To make it better. Because he just thinks, oh, these are the best shocks out there. That's what I need. Yeah. That's not necessarily the. But the key is the cool thing. He's a good listener. That's good. That's the thing. Like forms are great. Like getting feedback from other people with what their builds are. I love the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get a lot of people that. Tacoma. <laughs> It's, it's comical when people come in the shop and they're telling me how they want me to do it. It's like, dude, this is all I do. Yeah. Besides, dri all I do is, is I drive monster trucks and I do suspension. That's it. <laughs> so, and that's what really kind of got me to open the door with, with us doing overlanding. So like 2020 monster trucks kind of just, Died off for a little bit, right? Yeah, like everything, yeah. Because you couldn't be out events. Because you couldn't be outside with fresh air. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so, like, I had long weekends, and so with between time and all these overlanders coming into my shop, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna look more into this, right? So I started watching uh, Expedition Overland, yeah, yep. which you just start to binge that, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, become, well, it becomes its own overland religion, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got it. I got to give him credit, man. Clay's a cool, He's cool got dude. A good production value in his. Yeah, like I'm watching his new series that he just came out. Next with level for too, sure. It's amazing. Yeah, but he's got a film background, so yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he's every overlander's dream, yeah. right? I mean, who doesn't want you know a big hangar in Montana to just store all your coolest toys and I stuff? Know. Yeah. Have Toyota deliver yeah. vehicle. Yeah. I got a new Tundra for this trip, you know? Yeah. That'd be nice. It, it was funny. Someone's like, 
why did he get a red one if he wrapped it? Because that's what Toyota gave him. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. You could bring me a pink one. I don't get hurt. I mean, dude, if if, if Viagra wanted to sponsor me a hundred grand to put, <laughs> you know, on my driving suit, guess what? I'm wearing a blue I'm suit. Blue. <laughs> I'm blue. Yeah. <laughs> You go where the money's at. Yeah. yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, um, yeah. so Mark Westlow. His, his Westlow family, Chevrolet. Yep. All right, all right. So he had a company called Bear Teardrops, mm. which changed to Carp Expedition. Huh. It's the, they're wood, but they're all rhino-lined. Oh. Cool. So he came to me once because he was done with the Timberans. And I've gotten in arguments online with Timberin, but I'm sorry, but a giant rubber block between your axle and your frame is not suspension. That's no, called a bump, it's a bump stop. stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's funny is you watch these people. You could make a margarita in your trailer just driving down a washboard road. <laughs> so <laughs> you know I'm right. Know, You've right? seen those guys. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Everything <laughs> rattling. So he wanted something. He wanted something that actually worked. So in-house, I mean, your typical, so if you threw away the, that crap, a typical trailer spring is 26 inches long, an inch and three-quarter wide, yeah. right? Super short, not going to move. Yeah. We made 36-inch, two-and-a-half-inch wide springs with military wraps. So cycling around 11-and-a-half inches, if I'm being completely honest. And another reason we wanted to get away from this whole control arm thing is if you look at the control arms under the trailer, the only ground clearance that you're gaining is like a foot and a half between the two control arms. Yeah. So yeah. if your axle can't, still, if your axle can't go over it, you're not going over it, right? Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and half the time, the rigs are like stock, but they want a trailer that's got long travel, right? It's like, you're not going to take the trailer where the truck's not going to go. Right. I mean, so, they might. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> and, and I like Mark. He's a good friend of mine, and from a business standpoint, I can see why he did budget trailers to get people, you know, out there, right? Mm -hmm. So everything was two-by-two two box frame. No no water, no galley system, nothing. So I did like three or four trailers for him. I said, hey, I said, let's do a trade on the next one. I, I want one of your trailers. All right, so he brought one over, and it was the frame, the axle, everything in the box. So I took it all off, and he came by to pick up a customer's trailer, and he's all, dude. <laughs> saw yours. Yeah, you disassembled it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to build my I'm gonna own. i make it better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured with monster trucks, where I'm used to just beating the crap out of stuff, Yeah. off-road racing, it's got to last. And, you know, 18 years of welding and fabrication, I can do this. So I built my own frame, all two by three. And I even went, my dad with his old school technology, we actually did what's called a buggy leaf for the shackle hanger. Mm. Okay, what's the, oh, so explain, it's like. Explain that, yeah. All right, so it's like, let's say 18 inches long or so, uh -huh. a leaf spring with one eyelet, right? Yeah. Well, then it mounts on the end that's not the eyelet, it mounts to the frame. So oh, your just... shackle goes on the eyelet. So at full droop, not only does your leaf spring completely drop out, Got but the shackle point. pulls away from the frame. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, we're at about 12 inches of wheel travel with it, and it handles better than my truck. <laughs> That's so <laughs> I, It's one of those things where I did it because I could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went super stout. I mean, all the hangers are 5 sixteenths thick material. So I wanted indestructible. Yeah, it's bulletproof almost, yeah. Yeah, I teamed up with, and I want to say it's not because it's not I, I'm, 
I'm not Expedition Overland. I'm not huge on, on TV or YouTube, but there's a certain respect or excitement from sponsors when you say, hey, I drive monster trucks and this is what I want to do. Do you want to partner with me? That gets their attention. Yeah. 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 So I got Dometic on board. Oh, cool. Um, great product. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Icon backed me up. I got, you know, uh, rims for the trailer and for the truck. They were matching. Oh, bitching. And probably a few other companies that I, I can't think of. Oh, uh, Overland Vehicle Systems. Oh, yeah. OBS, yeah. Didn't know much, but after using their product and then seeing others, like I've been in 70 mile an hour wind with their tent. And it, it it holds up like I a mean, rooftop tent. Yeah, about, yeah. I mean, let's face it; like everything comes from China, right? Yeah, they're all. Yeah, it's a battle of who's going to be there to really watch their product being produced, and and that's where the respect level is is their their oversight for their brand. So within a month, I built this trailer, had a galley system, twenty gallons of water, hot water heater, and. Uh, at the time, my son had just um, got his neck brace off. He's a cross-country runner. Oh, okay. He had been hit from uh, F-350 on 37s at 60 miles an hour oh, out, out in wine country. While he was running? While he was running. No way. So and <sighs> if you know anything about cross-country runners, their season is like 365 days yeah, a year. Yeah, doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah, he was never home. <laughs> so, like, my thing with him was <clears throat> when you get your neck brace off, I know once you start running, I'm never going to see you. <laughs> so before you do that, you're mine for two weeks. Yeah. And we're going to do an, an overland trip. What well, we've been watching on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. So I literally got the trailer done like the day before. No different than prepping a race car. Yeah, you get yeah. it done yeah. the last minute, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That there, there's night. been trips where like literally we're still wrenching on our vehicles. And it's like, we got to get this done because tomorrow we're we leaving in three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even if you started six months ago, right? Mm, yep. hundred percent. And I kind of mapped out. Probably the first four or five days. I like to be spontaneous. I feel like if you if you plan it all out like so strategically, you miss out on what you. Yeah, because you're expect. you're rushing yourself almost. You're like, oh, we got to get to this point versus slowing down and enjoying. Spontaneity of things, man. Yeah. It, it kind of like adds to it. Yeah, yeah have a know? game plan, kind of like a rough game plan, like things you want to do. Yeah, but then just kind of go for it. So here's the amateur side of me, though. So yeah. I mapped it out. <laughs> I was thinking like twenty. I mapped out like twenty eight or twenty nine hundred miles. Mm. 5,800 miles later, I completed the trip. So we, <laughs> we damn near doubled it. Wow. We, we did nine states in 15 oh, days. No way. Everyone's awesome. like, dude, that was your first trip. And I'm like, dude, go big or go home. Heck yeah. Right? Where'd, so, you, where'd you go? Dang it. It's funny because at almost 40, I got to look at pictures and, oh, man, I was there. <laughs> Like when I look at with you, dude. Yeah. When I look at my European tour from from Hot Wheels, I'm like, oh wait, I was there. Or yeah. where was this? Right. Like, oh yeah, I have been in that country. I yeah. recognize that place. Yeah. Uh, I, we started in California, spent some time in Utah. Okay. okay. And then uh, cut up through some Idaho. Okay. Then Wyoming, then shot over to South Dakota. Oh, cool. And then Colorado. Did you see any like? I mean. I'm, I'm assuming you went to some national parks. Did you see oh, yeah. sightseeing? Like, did you see Mount Rushmore? Yeah, like and that? that's the thing. I thought Mount Rushmore was one of those things where your mom's like, "Yeah, you were there, but you were too." <laughs> so I'd never been there. Yeah, yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, that's like one of my lists. What's know. cool too is like, so there's two ways you can come in. The one way you come in and you see the faces like facing you, right? Okay. Well, when you leave, you come around at a different angle where it's like a side profile. And it's just rad. 
like so rad. And my, my whole thing was like the way this world's going and I'm not one to get political, but you just don't know how much longer some of these things are going to be around. Yeah. Right? See them now while you can. Yeah. But the people in South Dakota made it very clear that that mountain will never be touched. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Oh no, there'll be a world war there before. Yeah. And here's why, like, I don't always like to plan things. Everyone I talk to, they're like, dude, 15, 20 minutes, you'll be good. Right. We were there for an hour and a half. Oh just yeah. Checking it out, taking it in. Yeah. And, to really like read the history on it and it's almost like a spiritual experience to be honest like and 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 it should be it's a huge part of our country yeah you know absolutely so that was like a huge highlight but i we can all say that like on some trip some things are way more exciting than you anticipated and some things are, are disappointment. Yeah, kind right? of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> but yeah. I remember being in uh, Cortez, Colorado. We didn't really have an agenda. And my oldest daughter loves riding horses. I'm like, what should we do today? She's like, I want to go on a, on a ride. I'm like, you find it on the internet, yeah. right? So she found uh, some ranchers that do a trail ride. And we had a blast. You know, we did probably four or five miles. Uh, my butt wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's those moments, like the spontaneous things that you don't plan. Yeah. And and when some people ask me, like, besides the obvious of, like, getting away and getting disconnected from the internet and all that, like, what do you get out of it? So, like, the biggest thing when you do road trips is the kids always want souvenirs, right? Oh, yeah. Every time. Every time. And it's always yeah. a stuffed animal, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or it's something that doesn't say anything on it of where, where it came are. from. <laughs> yeah. I need to think. Yeah. Like, they, we get the little thing that says, like, Grand Canyon, please. No. Yeah. <laughs> not not like, yeah, not like a squash mellow from. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a yeah, I have a nine and your like, old daughters. Yeah. I, yeah. I can get those from Temecula, right? Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like normally when you're paying for gas and hotel and always eating out, what's the first thing you're like, dude, we're not spending the money on it. It's souvenirs, right? Yeah. So like with overlanding, whatever they wanted, like, dude, get it, right? Yeah. You want a souvenir? Get it. I mean, yeah. not a $130 Lego Honestly. set, but. Yeah, you get a limit. I, I would do that with like, we go into the gift shop and I'd be like, okay, you got a $20 limit. You can pick out whatever you want. But you know. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. His daughter. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> she, she plays works the game. So. For example, we went to Arizona. Have you ever been to Arizona? No. Oh, it's you gotta go rad. there, man. It's yeah. in Williams, Arizona. Okay. Um, so it's right off the forty, and uh, it's basically like Jurassic Park with like real life bears, deer, wolves, wolves yeah. you know, buffalo, Arctic wolves, yeah. buffalo, great white buffalo. You know what? I think I uh, might have seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really awesome. So they like you. Have, they come up to the vehicle, right? Yeah, yeah. You can drive through, and then you got to keep your windows up because they'll come up to your vehicle and stuff. It's it's a fun experience. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But then there's like you get out of the vehicles once you like do the whole Jurassic Park drive through thing. You can get out and actually go into like like a limited zoo type deal. Yes, yeah, it's really zoo. cool. They have like the raptor show where they have the, the birds and everything. But point is, his daughter. She's like, oh, they okay, have the I have a $20. They have the, the biggest gift shop in the world, man. Okay. <laughs> it's massive. You go in there. It's just like a whole other Bass Pro shop. Yeah. Well, then she's like, oh, hey, my dad gave me 20 but hey, Ben is here. He'll buy mm. me something. Allie will buy me something. And then like she'll, she'll, she'll end up with like a $130 budget at that point. You know? Oh, last time we went, she worked <laughs> over uh, Shelby. 
That's what without it was me Shelby. knowing. Like we were out at the restaurant eating, and then like she comes back and like Shelby's like, "Oh, I told her I'd let her pick something out." She ended up buying her like a necklace and all this other. She spent like a hundred bucks on her. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, do, yeah, don't okay that." <laughs> so what was crazy? What was crazy is at the end of that trip, we wrapped it up in, in Grand Canyon, mm. and we saw a family get out of a van, and they're just eyeballing my truck. At the time, I had the tent on my truck. What kind of truck is it? Uh, 2018 Ram 3500 okay, okay. Mega Cab. Oh, nice! Hey. I love the Mega Cab. Forget like like a couch back there. <laughs> yeah, but I utilize all that back storage with stuff oh, that you yeah. don't want in the elements or stolen. Smart, yeah. yeah. And um, so we see this family get out of this van and they're checking out my rig. So they, long story short, on that they had been on a trip for two weeks, living in hotel or staying in hotels, eating at restaurants. In two weeks, they spent a little over $11,000. Holy cow. I did two weeks, including all the souvenirs, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> all the gas and everything, 4200 That Dude, whole trip awesome. cost me 4200 bucks. Yeah. And that was like a long time, and you saw nine states. You yeah. saw all of them, these national parks and that even included treasures. Yeah, that even included one night. We, we hit up Moab, and it was just nasty weather. And you got to find that happy medium of enjoying the great outdoors and your family not hating you. <laughs> so we got a hotel that night. Smart move, yeah. smart move. <laughs> Shower, warm bed, yeah. you know. Especially, yeah, if you're on the road for that long, it's nice to kind of... So here's a cool thing, too. So, like, when I got... When Mark brought me the trailer, it was one for, like, his marketing director. Mm-hmm. And it was a four-foot cabin instead of the normal five. And so he kind of couldn't really sell it. Well, one thing that became a benefit when I was done with it is I got 13-inch wide fenders because I'm running 32, 12 and a half okay. on it. And so and they're the only fenders I could find. And I don't like the squared off fender. I mean, you got a round tire. I mean, do the do the math, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the cool thing is it literally is not because of the four foot cabin, it's not wider than my truck. Uh-oh. And I see some of these people come into my shop, dude. They got easily a foot wider on each side than their rig. It's like Really? Yeah. I it's like I want I mean, when you got a five foot box and then you got two foot of fenders. Your Heck. rig's not seven feet wide. No. So every trail we did, which we ended up doing 231 miles of that trip, was trails. Nice. Oh, wow. That's a uh, lot of off-road time. Yeah, the worst one was South Dakota. It was really windy, and me and my son needed to pee. And <laughs> Don't piss in the wind, man. Yeah. No, but <laughs> the worst part was like the only direction we could find to not piss on ourselves was facing each other almost. It's like... <laughs> Dude, that doesn't work, right? right you yeah. had to go at the same time. You couldn't wait. Pretty like, much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Major cool thing, calls, of, man. the cool thing about the width of that trailer is, I never had to look back to go. Okay, the truck went through. Will the trailer fit? Not worrying yeah. about that. Yeah. How is that like? like I've never t- like I've towed trailers plenty, but never off road. It's like no issues. I mean, obviously with a Dodge Ram, I'm sure it's pulling pretty good. So. Oh yeah, it doesn't even know. So when we drove through Colorado, it was a warning as far as do not. You should not be driving. Oh, really? But we for wanted a reason for the wind. Oh, the yeah, wind. Yeah. Sixty-five oh. plus mile an hour wind. Yeah, I was at a gas station, literally pushing both of my feet on my door just to open it oh, to yeah. get out of my truck. That trailer didn't move. Nice. My truck did not know it was there, and the trailer weighs it comes in at 
like 1,950 pounds. Fully loaded? Fully loaded, okay. which is lighter than so many. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of weight is wasted in sometimes unnecessary gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's overlanding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it wasn't the dream setup as far as like I didn't finish everything. Uh, last week, uh, working with my local water jet guy, we designed a rack. So I got a rack on the top now. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. And then the only other thing we learned on that trip is putting away a tent is not fun. So, <laughs> Especially in the wind, yeah. Yeah, so we went with the OVS uh, Brushfield, mm. the hard shell. Yeah. yeah. That's so that just big got... Big difference, yeah. Yeah, that just got put on the trailer. That's and, cool. And the only problem with that is I got it home, and living in the suburbs, you have, you have a seven-foot garage. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's taller than seven feet. So right now it's sitting on 18-inch golf cart tires to fit Just my garage. But... In, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be rad. Let's but the truck, speaking of golf yeah. carts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're it, talking it, about those. It works. Yeah. So we're actually planning a trip in July to do Pacific Northwest. Oh, oh yeah. okay. That's what I'm calling it, even though in reality with our time frame, it's mostly just going to be Oregon. Yeah, that's Pacific Northwest. Are you going to try and do like the expo and all that kind of stuff? What's it? We were just talking about the other day because it's the end of July. So it's like we might as well try and check it out. But at the same time, it's like I can see all that stuff like on the Internet. Yeah, I can always go to Expo West. Which I'm going to. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Every time I go, want to go there, you go, oh, crap, it's so expensive. So much stuff you buy. <laughs> I know. But so like, I don't know. It's like if I'm in Oregon, I want to see what Oregon has to provide. Yeah. Kind of like the souvenir thing. Like you yeah. buy, you, you want to see what you can't get at home. Um, same thing with food. Like when I travel, I love to eat whatever local is. Do you like fish? Oh, I love fish. Yeah. Well, Oregon coast is amazing yeah. for that. Yeah. We're going to hit some coast, but I definitely want to do Crater Lake. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. yeah we're actually doing a uh, Pacific Northwest in July as well. Okay. And like, I was kind of same idea. We want to do Crater Lake. There's some falls that we want to see a couple different areas and then keep going north and then head east from there. But yeah, yeah, there's. Yeah, so much to see. Uh, you could spend forever just in that one area. Yeah. When you know? I first got into it, dude, I bought the, I got an iPad. I got the six, seven design mounts. Dude, I didn't even know how to do mapping. Like, <laughs> I'm still looking. I got to have all the stuff. I know. <laughs> and and it's just like any other, oh, so many other industries, like people don't want to share information. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mountain bike for fun. People don't like to tell you where they're riding. You know, well, well I mean, I understand that from like uh, like a camp perspective, because like sometimes you'll have a really good spot and you don't mind sharing with your close friends because, you know, they're going to take care of it. They're going to respect they're going to clean up. Um, but then they share with their friends and their friends share with their friends and then it becomes blown out. And then you and find it, beer cans and you find like you all these other things. Not be as the, big of a problem though. But then like yeah. when like, like you were saying like COVID and everybody went out and then everything just started getting trashed. Yeah. So that's why when I reach out to people that give me tips, I, I, I start out by, so I'm a professional monster truck driver. <laughs> Break the ice. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, and it helps. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I definitely like getting away. I mean, my life is very fast paced. Yeah. Um, Sounds like it. Nice to slow down once in a while. Yeah, it definitely is. And and thing is too, like uh, we were talking about before, like I've always enjoyed camping, but campgrounds aren't what they were twenty years ago or even fifteen years ago. Nah, they are like a college dorm party <laughs> scene, right? Yeah. Hey, we were just down at Carlsbad State Beach, and it was literally just like a huge like wall to wall just people. Yeah, you know. So I so, feel that. So for me, I mean, I'm a religious man. Um, 
But in 2020, couldn't go to church. Yeah. Well, true. For, for me, it's amazing how you get outdoors and it's a spiritual connection. Like yeah. I felt like it since I couldn't be in a building with, with my friends worshiping, the, the outdoors was the next great thing. I mean, I got a hidden spot on the backside of a big bear. Dude, you could murder somebody and no one's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a religious man. Yeah. But there's a spot where you can totally murder somebody. You can some bodies. Yeah. Hey, read the Bible. There's murders, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cain and Abel, man. There's yeah. a time for everything. Yeah. But I think more people need it to find their, their out, like their, their peace. Their peace, right? Yeah, I get more in touch when I'm out in nature and like I can just, like especially I'll get up early in the morning, I can get out there and just the calm and, you know, and just like, yeah, I, I feel more in touch, you know, when I'm out. Yeah, and then if you have kids, I mean, it reminds me, so I'm an 80s baby. Mm. You played outside until it got dark. You know, you made games up. It kind of brings your kids into how you grew up as far as use your imagination. Yeah, they have to get creative and stuff. Yep. Yeah, we were out in, uh, I <clears throat> took my daughter to Menachi Meadows and... There's not a lot to do out there, you know, once you're set up and camping. I mean, there is. I mean, yeah, 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 there is. But, like, for a kid, you know, when they're just used to having their tablets and all that kind of stuff, and, like, I'm like, I don't know, go go find something to do. And she found, started finding sticks and then started building a fort, and then, like, her, her mind started getting creative and, you know, they get their imagination going. But I get what you're saying. Like, we're a couple miles away from Bale Lake. Well, Bale oh, yeah. Lake's got mini golf. They got oh, a yeah. pump track. They got yeah, happy hour. Dude, no one's at the campsite doing family stuff. Yeah, it's not camping. No, <laughs> you know. it's straight up glamping, man. Yeah, yeah. When you got to bring a golf cart in your trailer, you know you're not Does, camping. But yeah. some people think, I mean, overlanding to a certain extent is kind of a little bit of glamping, but like I feel like it's a happy medium because mm. I try to get friends to go and they'll bring their ground tent and their cooler with ice and all that. Well, they don't have a fun time. Like I feel like the overland movement per se has opened up the ability to make it a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it helps like, you know, cause like a lot of, you know, wives or something don't want to get out. They don't want to go, but if you can make it a little bit more comfortable for them, then maybe they're, you know, I paid my dues, you know, I've slept on ground tents for years and, you know, roughed it and, you know, you did backpacking. Yeah. I've done all that. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, it's nice to have like a fridge sometimes or some of these, you know, amenities, you know, a rooftop tent with a mattress or something, you know, but I tell people like, when I was looking at the iCamper way back then, I'm like, dude, 4,500 so bucks. Money. Yeah. Like, that's a used car. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's and a all the Civic on your roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in all honesty, that's why I started looking at, at, at OVS. Like, I'm a businessman. I get we got to make money. But what I do, no one else does. Rooftop, te rooftop tents, are, there's a, a million of them out there, right? Yeah. But the first time I slept in one, total game changer. We were out at Giant Rock with our youth group. And I had my daughters and there was 40 mile an hour wind at giant rock and three of the, it was like a father daughter camp out. Three of the dads lost their brand new tents. They fell apart. So they went home and the rest of the group was freezing. Dude, we had a heater, a uh, little heater buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, we did fine. You hear the flapping, which yeah. it, I just laugh when you read reviews and people are like, it flaps in the wind and makes noise. That's Dude, it's their... a freaking tent. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What do you expect? Yeah. I mean, it's thicker canvas like type material. But I mean, still, it's gonna I mean the OVS tents are actually really nice. I mean, our yeah, friend Ali Venture, she actually has OVS awning and tent. Yeah, just got the two seventy, put it on the trailer, oh, nice. and the tent won't open. Oh, shut so up. You need I a 180? Go, 
Huh? You need a 180? No. No, just from the, you can't push the tent over far yep. enough. So now I got to go. When it opens, yeah. But for those that are listening, like if you're in SoCal, there's a cool dude. His name's Matt. He owns a company called um, Metalcraft Products, but it's water jetting. Dude, you design it and he makes it. And the cool thing with working with him is like he he grew up around the off-road stuff. He gets it. He's not just a, a dude that owns a machine, a bunch yeah. of machines. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll, I'll go to him with a problem and he'll kick back a solution that's better than what I had in my head. Oh, that's yeah. Bad. yeah. So after I got the custom rack on, I, I put the awning on, went to open the tent. I'm like, crap. Now I got, I guess, <laughs> I guess custom never stopped, right? Yeah. No. It, but, cr- it just creates another issue. Yeah, yeah. Another challenge. Yeah. But when I was building that thing, like it came with like a little two inch mattress. I yanked that out, mm-hmm. went to my local upholstery guy. Well, dude, I want a six-inch mattress. Oh, damn. <laughs> yes. You went full six inch. Dude, you open the door, and then you're just like, holy crap, that mattress is thick. <laughs> <laughs> She's thick. <laughs> well, a big thing that kind of pushed me to be comfortable and be warm was 2017. I was doing a show um, up in Northern California, and I was doing a wheelie. So, like, earlier we talked about you can kill a monster truck with, with a remote. Mm-hmm. Well, they thought I was getting too close to the stands, which I wasn't. Later, we found out. Well, they killed the truck. And when they killed the truck, the rear steer is only locked straight when the truck is under power. Hmm. So when they killed the truck, the rear steer went loose. just let loose, so the truck fell backward. Mm. So it, it knocked me out. I, I guess there's four levels of a concussion, I think, and I was level three. Oh, wow. So like, I don't remember two weeks before... I really? Yeah, I don't remember a couple months after. Well, ever since then, I get really bad migraines. Mm-hmm. And wow. when it's cold, the migraines yeah, are just unbearable yeah. where there's been days, man, where I just want to end my life. and mm. Just just from the pain. Yeah. yeah. So that was another thing that kind of pushed me to get into a higher quality tent. And for us, that was a rooftop tent. Yeah. And, and then I got into getting a buddy heater. And it was so awesome that trip that with the with the wind where people left. I woke up at seven in the morning because I slept good. Normally ground tent with a migraine. Ugh, miserable. Yeah, <laughs> miserable. And so then when you finally fall asleep, you know, it's nine o'clock, ten, but you really didn't sleep. Yeah. So for me it had to be what was gonna work for me and, and my condition, if you wanna call it a condition. <clears throat> but it's just the cost of of what I do. Yeah. 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 No, I want to be comfortable. Like, yeah, I just from working construction for years, my back's jacked, my knees, I was, everything hurts. So I, I want to have a, a comfy mattress to lay on, you know, I blow up mattress. Don't cut it anymore. You know? And people that don't do, haven't done a rooftop tent. I'm like, dude, if you get anything out of it, it's the fact that you're not pulling the, the coldness from the earth. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy a $600 two person, you know, tent to throw on a Prius. And it's still a better setup than a ground tent with 500 pads that you packed and yeah, all that extra gear you got to carry to then. And yeah. No, I mean, I understand that because I actually have done both and I've actually gone back to the ground. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, and I have a shift pod. I don't know if you've ever slept in one of those, but no, I've, I've heard some good stuff about them. Yeah. I mean, we were up at Thomas Mountain and there was like probably 65, 70 mile an hour winds. And those shift pods, because they pop out, they actually hold form really well in the wind. 
and it was literally blowing so hard. We must have had a gust over that, you know, number 6570, and it just like literally collapsed the uh, inside, yeah. the one wall. And then I just popped it back out, you know, and we were good again. But uh, it's insulated. It's a thicker material. It's, it's like this uh, reflective mylar and all this other stuff. So I sleep well when I'm in there. But I didn't when I didn't have a good mattress pad. Yeah. And I got one of those uh, X-Ped like wannabes off Amazon where it's inflatable and then it has a memory foam on top. Mm. And I learned my lesson. You never, I was like, oh, I need to pump it up more. No, you don't. <laughs> you you, you want to pump it up kind of less because then it'll kind of form for your body. Because I'm a side sleeper. Okay. And so I'm always like, you know, my shoulder, I wake up and it's like, oh. All jacked. But yeah. now that I have that thing and I actually, I sleep like a baby. Yeah, the only other thing I don't miss about the ground tent is the dirty bottom of a tent. True. Then you, because then you put down a tarp. But let's face it, the tarp's super dirty. Now when you get home, <laughs> you got that to deal with. It, yeah. It's just like, uh, like why have a tarp? Because then the tarp. I mean, I use it for protection because there's like sharp, you know, sticks <coughs> or rocks or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's just as bad. Yeah. Like you have to clean two things instead of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The most of the feedback I get is people just they're uncomfortable. They don't, they're sick of getting ice. Like, yeah. dude, just get a cheap rooftop tent and a fridge, and your life is, is those two things, if anything, were game changers. Because yeah. it's not that they don't like being out, they just don't like, they rather drive out there in the morning. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, Enjoy the outdoors and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm not going to drive from Temecula to Big Bear to enjoy a campsite that I didn't camp in. Yeah. Right. Part, part of it's seeing the stars and seeing the moon. Yeah, sitting around the campfire at night and all that. And yeah. Yep. I mean, that, that's what kind of inspired this podcast. We were just trying to like hang out, have conversations around a campfire. You know, I mean, that's why our logo is a microphone with a fire, you know, because yeah. it's just like a bunch of friends just hanging out by the fire. That's like literally to me, that's camping. You know, going out, like you said, seeing the stars, having the fire, going to sleep, waking up, having that morning coffee. Tastes so good. And sometimes just having conversation, like you, you start building friendships. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we went from talking you know, next to a trailer in 10 minutes. And now I'm sitting in your home on, on a podcast. You just, yeah, you don't know. I try to teach my kids, like you really, really want to learn from somebody. You just listen, mm-hmm. just straight up. Listen, like when the older guys come into my shop, especially, you know, the old guys with the, like the Vietnam. App, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just listen, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause we're probably 10 years from them all being gone. And then it's just, all of us screw ups, right? <laughs> yeah, that don't know what a real war was and yeah. and, and suffering. Yeah, but yeah, you want to learn, you listen. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I actually had the pleasure. My grandfather, he was a, a fighter pilot in Vietnam, and he took us to this uh, March Air Force Base Air Museum, and that was a completely different experience because I walked there through there, looking at all the old gear, all the old memories, and he's literally going down memory lane. Yeah. He's like, I used to fly that plane. I used to like, I, I flew over this, right? You get, oh, I know this gear, you know, you just, I just was listening to him and, and watching him as he was like soaking it all in. It was so cool. Yeah. Same with like my dad, he was a fighter pilot in the Navy and <clears throat> uh, in Vietnam, he was actually stationed on the Midway. So he'll take me down and like, I'll bring wow. friends and he'll give us like behind the scenes like so this is where my bunk was and you know we did this over here and like you know you could use this like behind the scenes and like but he's re- you could see him reliving it too and like you get so many cool stories and you know knowledge from all these you know old old i sorry dad if you're listening but all these old timers you know <laughs> but it's all about the stories yeah, oh yeah right? it's amazing yeah i, I, I mean, could just sit there and just eat it up yeah at the end of the at the end of the trip 
dude, I, I can't tell you if I had the Bilsteins or if I had the Fox that I have on my <laughs> truck now, yeah. right? Um, that shit don't matter. None of that matters, dude. It, it's all the memories. And that's one thing. When I was in tour over in Europe, dude, there are some people, they're, they're crashing out early. And when you're, so my typical weekend, I was doing four shows a weekend and sometimes uh, five. If you wear yourself too thin, then you're sick and you can't perform. Yeah. yeah. But like for the most part, man, I was embracing everything. Like everything looks different at night. So I'd see stuff during the day and then go see it at night. Yeah, experience it all. Yep. When are you going to get that chance again, maybe, you know? Yep. And it's all about the experience. So, yeah. like I said earlier, like the McDonald's is different, but I go to a restaurant and <laughs> I can't read the menu, but whatever is the best thing on this, give it a bring, try. Give it to me. Yeah, Tell me what it is later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, that's what I used to do too. I mean, I still do it today, but like when I was living in San Francisco, there's things that I would never try just because if I knew what it is, I would never try. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to eat tripe, you know? But hey, guess what? I ate tripe and I had it at this really nice uh, Italian restaurant and it tasted good. But then I found out what it was, and I was like, I'll never have that again. <laughs> there was a thing I ate in, I can't remember what it's called. It's in Scotland, and it's like oh, sheep. Agus? Yes. Yeah. Dude, oh. sheep and with yeah. Have you had it? God, no. <laughs> I hey. stayed away. I'm sorry. Before I ordered it, I was told, you don't want to know what's in it. Yeah, don't. It, tell me after. <laughs> Dude, it was actually, I liked it. I mean, it, it was, tastes like? I think it tastes like meatloaf. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably just like a meat kind of pie. Kind uh, of I mean, it was spongy. big. It was probably, yeah, it's probably like, mm. it looks like a giant egg roll. Okay. Full of meatloaf. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it I want to say too, I, I want to say the locals were just messing with me that it's really not like the super soup. It's popular for tourists, but to them, not everyone eats it. Yeah. I think they just wanted to see the American eat yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's pick but, on this guy. Yeah. But I'd rather try something and 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 not like it than th- you know, when I'm 80, go, man, I wish look back and regret it. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I live my life. That's why I mean, I was five years old saying I want to be a per- professional race car driver. And then you're flying first class on a plane and all you have you know, to to get paid to drive yeah. in front yeah. of eighteen thousand people you know, show after show after show, like, you know how many times I heard no and, dude, you won't make it. And sometimes from my own family members, but, like, dude, if you got a dream, man, it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. Just do yeah. it. Yeah, you got to get, you got to try, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, if you don't. And same thing with the overlanding. Like, I feel like some people, they overanalyze it and think they need all this gear. Yep. Like, dude, just get out and see if you even like it because you might not like it and that's okay. But if it, you get it out there and you're like, man, I had a blast. I can't imagine how much more fun I'd have if I had these different gear setups to help me, like, see more and go further. Well, that's how you figure out what you need, too. You know, you go out there, like, oh, if I had, like, you know, I didn't know I needed a buddy heater. But now, you know, like, oh, that would improve my camping experience. So I'll go get one of those now, you know, like, yeah. There's so many different iterations we have gone through with oh. our gear. I've I it was so funny I forgot who who was on our podcast but like oh yeah the first time you go on an overlanding trip 
that you have so much gear. <laughs> you and then you everything. realize I didn't use any of this. Yep. And then you start slimming it down, slimming it mm-hmm. down, and then like perfecting like exactly like, oh, cold weather is this, warm weather is this, right? Yep. And so I mean we've we've kind of perfected our setups and but we're still learning yeah, at the same changing. time. Yeah. So here's my here, I want your expertise on this and here's my oh. next <laughs> You mean my opinion. My next thing to tackle is is cooking setup. Okay, hang on. I have the Scottle, which right. okay. Jerry is cool. Yeah, we did get sponsored from him. Oh, cool, cool. So I, I got to plug guy. that in there. Yeah, trying, well, I okay, I still need a Scottle because my Blackstone is still broken. Oh, yeah, we were talking <laughs> to Jerry. He, we're trying to get him on and timing all that stuff, but he's got some rad stories. Yeah, but so like cooking stove, like I had the generic Walmart one. Yeah, right. Works. So then, but, but to me, it sucked. Mm. So only because... The burner's not that consistent. You're either like not very much flame yeah. or burning a hole in your pot. You can't dial it in as well. Yeah. yeah. And then the cook partner, I know that's like the go-to. You know, it's pretty stealth, but you can't get two big pans or pots on them, which is yeah. notorious review. So here's the one I'm looking at. And you got to let me know if you guys used it or know anyone. But ben I was looking might at the, have. Ben's had like almost every. Oh, <laughs> I have I, a lot of cooks. I was looking at the the Jet Boil Genesis. Yes. Those are yeah, rad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was actually yep. gonna recommend. So uh, Adam a, just got one of those, right? Yeah, there's a poor man's version, which I have. It's the <laughs> Coleman Fold and Go, and I paid eighty bucks for it. It's literally it's gnarly though. Like I watched Trail Recon and Brad. Oh yeah, yeah. Mentioned some points those, he didn't yeah. like about it. About the full Fold and Go. About yeah, the Coleman one. Yeah. Oh, but well, the biggest thing. I guess everyone's at a different level. I, I don't care about price. I, I'm all about, I know Overlanders, they buy once, cry once. Yeah, yeah. But like, I see people come to my shop, take so many shortcuts around, and, and they, guess where they end up in the end? Yep. At my shop. And I'm pulling off <laughs> sumo springs and the little coilovers, the little coils that go on their shocks. It's like, dude, the leaf spring was the problem. Like, now you're spending twice as much. So if it's a good stove... Listen, I'm not. Hey, the the jet boil that f- is like the folding thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's really like a waffle nice maker almost. Yeah, yeah. Our our buddy Herb, he's like really into the food scene, right? He's got mm. every camping type. He even has a little oven that's a twelve volt oven that he cooked chicken in. And oh all wow! Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It was really good though. So <laughs> he has the jet boil, and Adam does too. Yep. Everybody loves it because it packs up and it has all like the pots and the pants and yes. everything in it. The reason why I like the fold and go is because I'm just looking for a heat source because I like cooking in my cast iron pans. And my cast irons aren't like the lodges. They're the GSI ones, which are like a machined face. They're, yeah. like, they're like half the weight of a cast <laughs> iron pan, but cooks like that. But you can still put it directly on hot coals. So I like that. And I also have, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug it. I'm not wearing the shirt today. I wore it earlier at the gym. Fireside Outdoor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I like cooking steaks when I'm at, you know, steaks, hamburgers, whatever you want to do, yeah. hot dogs even. But I like a real flame, right, and a wood burning uh, to cook my meat on. And you actually have the pop-up fire pit, and they have a cooktop surface on it you can buy. Great, yeah. Like the grate. And so that's what I would recommend to cook the meat on. But everything else, I just use the Coleman Fold and Go, man, with some really nice cast iron pans, which I can use on that as well as on the on the topper of the fire pit. Dude, if you're all for real flame, and this isn't just a plug on another sponsor, but... I don't do those Traegers when it comes to cooking at home. Try it. Have you heard of pit barrel? Oh, yeah. Okay. Old school, no temperature. Okay. Dude, when my brother-in-law does his Traeger, kind of all tastes the same. 
Dude, I do my pit barrel, which surprisingly you can cook, you know, four racks of ribs on like 30 coals, right? And people are just blown away because it doesn't have all the fancy gadgets. But no, I agree. Like I totally dig real flame. Yeah. I mean, I have a Traeger Pro (laughs) 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 in my house and I I like it. And And your your cell phone tells you the temperature, your meat from the, while you're you're watching the football game. Actually, it doesn't anymore because I didn't update the app and everything else, all the technology. And that's why you have to go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, I actually bought it off our buddy uh, who we actually call Chef Jeff. Okay. And uh, Chef Jeff sold it to actually get a real wood burning one that you feed yourself and you're cooking it. And you're, you're getting the full experience. I mean, I actually watched on Netflix during COVID. Uh, they had this like American barbecue pit boss cook-off type deal where the, the final uh, thing was they actually had to build their own uh, cooker. Oh, so they really? had, they had I think I saw that. blocks and they had to like feed it and they had to get the airflows right and all this other stuff. Oh, so rad. I appreciate the old school. And so that's that's something I can agree with you on. I like the flame kiss. Uh, you know, over the hot coals, that kind of cooking. Yeah. Again, it goes back. I, I don't think you could go wrong whether you're spending 500 bucks on a stove or $20 at Walmart. But yeah. I feel like if I'm in a position where finances are ideal and, and I want to go to the next level, then, then the why not? Boil. Yeah, I was going to say, if, <laughs> just get the jet boil. Like if I could afford it, yeah, I, I would love to. I have saw a, a guy boil. put one of those just They're in one rad. of those rigid boxes because yeah. I use the rigids. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just. It's all about it being smaller, but the cool thing is when you open it, your the capabilities of putting bigger pots. It, it's a bigger uh, stove in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still use like the. It's not a Coleman Stanley. It, no, I don't know what it is. The it's, blue one. The blue. It's not Stanley. Oh, he got it like big five. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just a two burner, kind of like your typical Coleman, you know. And you open it up, and it's such a pain in the ass to use. But I've been using it for like years just because I I have it and it works. Yeah. You know my, I mean? my dad uses the Camp Chef. Okay. And and the Camp Chef is like, like a little tw- bit wider. 20,000 uh, BTUs yeah. and it's a little bit wider. Is that service. the one they they discontinued, the Mountaineer? It kind of looks like the Cook Partner? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know what model he has. I just know that, uh, you know, my brother bought it as well mm. and they both like him. Mm. Um, he could probably tell you more about it, but uh, it seems to cook uh, all the food I eat off of his uh, thing, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to complain when somebody else is cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, not at all. I'll take it off of whatever you're Man, making. these eggs are great, Dad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but Absolutely. I, I tend to always go for the scottle. I mean, mm-hmm. big cooking surface. I've eaten some rad meals on scottles. When it, you got grease on it, you just tip it over. The yeah. the only my generation I didn't I don't have the adjustable legs mm. so it's a rock under a leg so I, I got to reach out to Jerry and yeah. and get a set of those but the only other issue I have is, is the wind. Well, and they every, make those they make those wind blockers, don't they? Yeah, they well, not for a scottle though. They do. It's got do. that oh, little square wind blocker that goes in with the burner. Oh. Yeah, but the wind still finds its way around. Yeah, winds up. You know, you know how it is, dude. There's no wind. Perfect. There's no wind, and then the minute you go to start cooking, (laughs) it comes right through. And (laughs) if you set up a little blockade, all of a sudden it'll shift the other direction. He actually. So for my folding go, he actually bought me on Amazon this little folding fold out little kind of like what what do you even call it? Just like aluminum with little piano hinges, and it folds out into okay, and it blocks it. But it's actually like this tall, so it blocks everything. It actually blocks it from even getting in the pan, so it keeps like your food warm. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that was like what, 12, yeah, 20 bucks, super cheap, something, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So on my trailer on the outside, I like how a lot of trailers, it's cool that everything's attached and built in, but like you integrate your stove. Well, if it takes the crap, 
now you kind of got to disassemble, right? Yeah. So like I try to do certain things where if it needs to be replaced, you just replace it. Yeah, so like modular, the, yeah. Yeah. So like on the outside of my trailer, I just did one of those rock slide uh, tailgate for the Jeep, the tailgate tables. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, now yeah, you yeah. just put whatever. Yeah, fold it down when you need to. and Exactly. And, and fold it away. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I know uh, Sam from Overland Rough Racks. Yeah. He actually just came out with his whole like kitchen that yeah, pulls out, out and everything. Out of the slide bed out. It's pretty trick. It looks yeah. really nice. Super I nice. think I saw that at that expo thing. Yeah, yeah. Everything was, was like wood stained, right? Yeah, it yeah, looks nice, really nice. Yeah, yeah, bamboo wood. Yeah, it had like these little small gas lines going to like the stove and all that. Super yeah, all clean. tricked out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, dude, those are and the burners. You could like pull them out and put them where. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, and you can hook up any type of fuel to it. And it was a, it was a rad. The other thing. option I was thinking where you, I mean, it it doesn't classify for your need for real flame, but it uh, helps the issue of wind. Did you see the trailer that had the Dometic electric stove? Oh, yeah. The flat top thing. Oh. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It was induction. like an induction. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you always can cook. But, it's just, but then it's running off electricity. True. So if you got enough power, yeah, that's rad. Call Tony, Adventure Power Solutions. <laughs> They'll hook you up, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I try to not bring a generator. Because, yeah. like, yeah. that's just the buzz kill to it. Yeah. It's like when you see <laughs> when you see the electric car plugged into a generator, like, dude, you're kind of defeating the whole purpose there. <laughs> Yeah, well, we we want to go down that yeah, road. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. I have a lot of opinions yeah. on that. Oh. Well, yeah. just so you know, there is a Bigfoot that's all battery, and <laughs> I would never drive it. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I amazing those, torque. I bet though. Oh, yes. <laughs> I looked at the uh, those. In, we're, we're building out the camper, and we were going to add a stove and all that kind of stuff. And I looked at like those induction little oven deals, but yeah, then it's just robbing all your juice and stuff like that, and you know. I can carry more propane, and if I run out, I can get more. But yeah. if, I don't, if I run out of electricity, I mean, I got plenty of solar now. But um, that's one thing I'm learning. I gotta try and figure out solar. Call yeah, our, buddy, our buddy Tony. He's yeah. in San Diego. He's okay. amazing. Yeah, he yeah that's up. like literally what he does. Adventure Power Solutions. Yeah, he put like two Sunflare 180 watt panels on the roof of our trailer or of our camper, and like. Pfft. It's crazy. I just <laughs> like the clean look. I don't want too much. Do you remember in the Home Alone movie when? Harry puts his tape all over his hand and sticks it in the change. No. I don't want the outside of my trailer <laughs> to look, look like, like that. that. Yeah. Like where every up o- yeah. on it. Yeah. Hey, there's open space. Let's bolt something on there. Yeah. No. <laughs> the wet bandits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it as clean as possible. You know, sleek and stuff like that. Yeah. Everything has its place, kind of thing. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different options. I mean, like they have solar panels that are really thick. They also have ones that are like paper thin. It's, yeah, a, it's our, amazing. Mine are like just adhesive applied versus yeah. being screwed down and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But still offer good wattage, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. 180 watts for a panel Beach. that's not even that big. Yeah. I oh, okay. Two yeah. of them up there. So I'm getting 360, and that's more than I'm going to use. And do you use the zero gravity batteries? Yeah, zero gravity batteries. Yeah. And like, I think deep and, cycles. Yeah. And, yeah. You, so what do you think? Did you notice Jackery is being sold at Harbor Freight now? Yeah. You can get a low. Yeah. You, you think now. that was a good move? I mean, I don't know. Distribution wise, it gets you everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. then you kind of get the vibe that it's Harbor Freight, so it's cheap. But it's yeah, Harbor but Freight's Harbor Freight's got some game good a little bit. stuff. They they've kind of yeah. they've went hard after like the overlanding and off road community because they have that whole bad line. It used to be like a couple bad of the Badland, <laughs> but now they got the whole line of it. You know, and it's everything. So hey. they're trying to step up the. And you notice not everything's really cheap at Harbor no. Freight anymore. No, it's not. It's gone up. And they <laughs> Sometimes their tools are, are more expensive or if not the same as like Husky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I like Home Depot because 
I could tow you out using a wrench and bend that thing, make it look like a U-bolt, and Home <laughs> Depot will let you get a new one. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's all about, like, warranty. Yeah. Like, are you really going to back this up, or is there going to be some stupid fine well, print? That, yeah. Well, you know what, the just, Icon series at Harbor Freight? Is that what it's called, the Icon yeah, series? Yeah, the that tools? Life, lifetime warranty on those, though? I think they have like their or to say upper, limited. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is a limited warranty. I don't know. I just I know they have you can their buy, high think, end line. Yeah, I think you can buy. It. Like I have a, a bunch of Pittsburgh Pro tools. Yeah, oh, yeah. Certain tools. things I will buy. You know, yeah, like, that, like pry bars and hammers. Those are the ones we take to the track. You don't take your snap on. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, it goes garage. MIA. Yeah. <laughs> if if it walks away, then it walks away. Yeah, those you know, mind. And the other thing too is my brother actually taught me this is like you know if if you're out on the trail, you always bring like tools to the trail in case you break down or whatever. But if there's a guy there, you don't want to sit there and wait with him for five hours while he's fixing his rig. Like here's your Pittsburgh Pro tools, just like. Have a good one, dude. I'm yeah, out of yeah. here. Yeah, you can and have what, this what ratchet. Like? I'll get a new one. Yeah. Thirty dollars. You know what I mean. And then he's got his tools. He can keep him if he wants. So on Pay that note, on that note, because maybe some of the listeners don't know, but so like one thing that I kind of, uh, kind of took from the racing environment and moved it over to like overland trip prep, is every time I'd work on my race car, every night, whatever tool I used, I'd put on a table. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, it took an extra 20 minutes, but I'd write down the tools I used. And then I didn't go to the track. I, I realized I was going to the track with crap I didn't even need to use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Extra so, like, same, same thing, like, when I work on my trailer or my truck, like, I write it down. And I'm not going to go. If I don't need it, I don't need to take it with me throughout the, you know, no, lower, which lower 48. You need and all that. I've, I used to do that. I used to, like, have, like, a bag that was just, like, just of the tools that fit all the bolts or whatever on my vehicle. But then I would come into problems where I'm like with in a group and like somebody else's mm-hmm. vehicle breaks and I'm like, damn, I wish I had that, you know, that 14 now or, you know, something well, like yeah, that. That's what, that's exactly what happened in Bird's Canyon with that Subaru. Remember oh, yeah. you had your tools, but you're like, Oh, I don't have a socket set. And I was like, well, I got my craftsman set. So I went and got my socket set and between the both of us, we had all the tools to fix this whole Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So on this big trip, dude, we're in, South Dakota and these old ladies are stuck mm. in in the snow. And I think out of excitement, I brain farted because I went to like, dude, I'm gonna tow them out. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I have max tracks on my truck. Like I have a demo shovel. Like I got all this stuff sponsored and I forgot you that I had it. Have, yeah. <laughs> but like I was so stoked. I'm like, we gotta help them. We gotta help them. It's my time to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling my daughter, take a picture, take a picture. <laughs> I get ain't getting this ram stuck. Yeah, we got them out. Nice. That's nice. good. They even have to dig her out. Like just shoved it in there underneath the tire and then just drove right out. Yeah. That's awesome. I've used it. I've used them more. Actually, I've never had to get myself out. I just help other people. Yeah. I mean, like half the time, that's why you carry the gears to help your friends or help a bystander. Yeah. You know, you know, the little thing that kind of irks me, though, and you probably see it, too, is the people that leave their traction boards on their rig year round. Oh, and this UV. The, oh, yeah. And you're like, dude, the minute you take that thing off, crumble. it's going to freaking crumble and you're <laughs> going to hate yourself. Yeah, I saw that a lot. Like people are getting stuck just recently because we had the big snowstorm mm-hmm. and they first time they're using them they're throwing it out there and they, they've been like so brittle from being out in the sun all the time and then all of a sudden they're in the cold and they just shatter they're like traction boards they're just like toast you yeah, know these are terrible it's yeah. like yeah but it's been on your roof for three years yeah you, you know? forgot you had along with the axe that has more rust than the titanic 
You're like, yeah, you're gonna cut, you're gonna chop you're some wood down lot, with that. You're chopping yeah. a lot of trees out there, aren't you? Yeah, no, that's why I have my chainsaw. Yeah, hey, <laughs> so you guys have all been in Oregon before, right? I've been there, but not camping. Yeah, okay. Having is camped. there a lot? Is it true that there tends to be a lot of fallen trees? Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. Like, I think Eric, Eric, Eric ran into that issue. He carries a chainsaw because I like, bought the Milwaukee. Yeah, that's what he has. Yeah, okay. And I, have, I, think I have a DeWalt. They all leak oil, too. Dude. Yeah. Oh, right? my God. Okay. <laughs> For an so electric chainsaw, yeah. I have an electric chainsaw. It's the DeWalt. It's a 16-inch or whatever like that. And at first, I actually screwed up. I was like, I didn't even realize I had a little thing to put oil in it. I was like, God, it's electric. It doesn't need oil. I forgot. Oil. Oh, you got to like you lube the chain, the chain yeah. and the gear or whatever. So anyways, then I ended up doing that. And every single one of those, doesn't matter if it's brand new, whatever, has a perfect O-ring on it. It leaks. It, there, it's all in the back of my truck. I have oil all in the back of my truck. And I got to like, I don't know, kitty litter. Is there a resolution something. to it? Do you change out the O-ring? Or is everyone just screwed? It in a, put no, it, dude, put it, it in just, a case by itself. Dude, Milwaukee's <laughs> a weird case, too. It's just a square case. It's like it doesn't even look cool. But yeah, Come on, make it like Honestly, I just, the, yeah. I just let it ride, man. Yeah. It's, an, it's an old Chevy truck. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> 2021 ZR2. <laughs> yeah, the only other thing that w was kind of like a... I mean, when we did our trip, you kind of learn, again, like what you need and don't need, but like things that you want to change. Dude, we all hated jumping in the bed of my truck to get boxes that weren't on yes. the trailer. Yes. Because uh, I, I, I had the old Land Rover, and I used that forever, and then we just bought the Tundra. And the first times we started using the Tundra, we just did like, we had a bed rack and a rooftop tent on it, and it was just bins in the bed of the truck. And every time we get to camp and you set up, I'm like, fuck, I got to get on my old ass knees and climb into the bed of the truck and pull all the bins out and uh, such a pain in the ass. <laughs> you just step on the tire. I mean, I have an alu cab on the back okay. of my truck and it has the, the gold wing type things and you just open them up. And Well, I didn't have that. I know you didn't even have that issue. Like yours was open. You can well, just no, like. Because on the sides of the, uh, I had all the. Mac oh, tracks that I don't he, use. Oh, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> it, he was getting his UV damage. Yeah. Yeah. So, his were all covered up. But, like mine, I just open them up and then I just step on the tire and then I just pull things. But most of the things I can just reach from the back. Nice. Mine's not a full size like his, though. Okay. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I don't miss that. I mean, I only had to do that for a little while, but I don't miss having to do that. Yeah. yeah. One thing I was trying to do, because I, I try to go outside the box. Um, it's actually what started. Um, I mean, your viewers can't see, but. I've had a mohawk for five, six years. And my son told me years back, Dad, those aren't popular. <laughs> but like, I do all my own marketing and I go to SEMA show, right? Well, you know, there's a hunt, you know, thousands of other dudes that are pitching proposals. Yeah. Well, stand for, out. for me, if I stand out and then I follow up with a company, you know, a couple of weeks later, yeah, I'm the, I'm the guy with the mohawk. Then they already know exactly the conversation that we had. So yeah. it started yeah. out marketing, right? So one thing I've, I've been trying, and I got a couple more months before we hit the road, but I've been trying to merge like my overland travel with my touring doing monster trucks in the sense of if, if I'm driving, if it's, I mean, West Coast, I'm probably for the most part not going to fly, right? And so you might as well maximize going from point A to point B. And I feel like it also offers like a fresh demographic to some of these brands, right? And, uh, but yeah, right now I'm dead in the water with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, get your monster truck and put some little mini max tracks on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I was trying to do is so like we Overland have land monster truck, dude. That'd be real. 
we have re- receiver. We, yeah, we have receiver. I've tried that one. Oh, really? We almost went that route, but <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That'd be cool. <laughs> Sean from OVS takes care of me. You know, I'll just do it anyway. But like, we have receiver hitches on the back and the front of the monster truck to uh, slide in a hook if you got to be towed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying to get uh, hitch fire on on board. I'm like, dude, I'll put one in the back of the monster truck, like. <laughs> It probably won't survive because I'll stuff the back of the <laughs> yeah. truck, but great marketing tool. So what do you use? Okay, so really quick, I just I just thought of this. Um, yeah. You said in case you need to pull somebody out or tow somebody. No, right? if we're if I'm getting towed. Like okay. if he breaks down, they got to drag him out of the truck. Yeah, but yeah. like what do you, do you just have like a standard D-ring or something? like? Yeah, they just run it. Yeah, just a D-ring or a push. It's a, a plate, and they'll just take the dozer and put it up against the plate and then push the truck. So, so we have some really good friends at 4122, and they make, like, the hitch slides. They also make the recovery things. There's one right there, that red There's thing. one right there. Yeah. That, that's like the hitch slide. It goes into your hitch receiver, and then it helps you, like, skid down off the rocks and whatnot. But you, are you going to get them to send me one of these? This is pretty dope, dude. Yeah. yeah. They have different versions If you had that on the monster that. truck, that'd if be If you funny. had that on the monster <laughs> oh, truck, he would give you over that. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, he would give you that, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I get people, they're like, dude. So, like, one of my hobbies that I enjoy is RC cars. Oh, I yeah, love it too. Buddy. All right. Well, I got 2300 in a car and out of pocket, I probably have maybe 400 bucks or 600 bucks in it. Do I go to the RC track and you get these hardcore kids? Do my car, I can't drive for crap, but my car's got every bell and whistle on it. And they're yep. just like, you know, you only have all that because you drive monster trucks. And I'm like, dude, you're right. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, wrong. yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm humble about it because I met you at Expo yeah. and I didn't, hey, you know. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to McDonald's. They're like, oh, you want a large fry? Oh, did you know I drive monster trucks? <laughs> yeah, but, can I get my, my discount? It's yeah. like your pickup line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is a unique thing because, like, when I was doing off road, like, dude, we're Southern California. Like, everyone and their grandma. Like yeah. does yeah. off road. Yeah. For the most part, you can go out, spend ten grand and be an off road racer. But when you tell people you drive monster trucks, it's like, Well, what wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And then they're way bigger than people ever anticipate in person. Oh yeah. They're so, they're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did back in twenty seventeen, I did a music video for with Kanye West, uh, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner was there, and a rapper named uh Tyga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Dude, Tyga, <laughs> when we weren't filming, dude, he was like he was just in awe. Like, he's like, he's like I love monster trucks. <laughs> I <wanna Yeah. laughs> I do some well, some of these artists, I mean, it's really their producer that does it. I got some pretty good connections in Hollywood. But like a lot of it's just like they geek out about it, so they want an excuse to like be around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, I did. A, he probably then, grew up watching monster trucks as a kid too, you know, on Saturday morning or whatever. And yeah, yep. Because it's and, and the thing is, like a lot of our fan base too is, believe it or not, I would say on average is probably like an eleven to fourteen year old girl. Really? Oh yeah. Yep. But you get a lot of like special needs kids. Oh, yep. that's cool. And I think it's just it's the draw that what draws them to it is the it's bigger than life, like like dinosaurs, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm about to have a kid, so congrats, man. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. oldest is 17, almost 18. Okay, uh, and my youngest is 11. Like, it flies by quick, man. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I have two daughters already. I'm about to have another okay. one, but I have yeah. a nine and a 12 year old, uh, or she's turning 12 on Friday. Uh, but I'm about to have a boy, and uh, he will be special needs as well. Yeah. So I can't wait to take him just to see you. Uh, 
race something. No, that'd be cool. We'll when when it gets when it gets yeah. closer, I'll let you guys know for sure. But yeah, I have a special spot in my heart because I I believe that those that come into this world that that aren't all there, I feel like they're being protected from God from this evil world we live in. Right? Oh, hundred percent, man. There's a lot of bad things, you know. And when we found out we were having a special needs kid, um, I at first it hit me. It was like, oh. And then I'm like, wait, I've never seen a kid with Down syndrome not having a yes. good time. Always happy. Always happy. Yep. And I was like, you know what? This will be a built-in camp, buddy. Yes. This oh, is gonna be a, a this is gonna time. be a built-in monster truck, buddy. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad I met you because. You know, sorry, I'm getting a little bit teared up. No, it's it, fine, man. It a lot I'm me, holding them like, back over here. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I can't wait to take my son to go see monster trucks and just see him light Experience up. Experience that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, dude, it's hard. Like when I was on tour, and, and I'm 23 shows in, and in in eight and a half weeks, you got a kid that shows up. It's their first show, right? And it's my 23rd show. I've been just auto mode just doing the same thing yeah answering the same question i gotta be so excited to meet this kid and take a selfie or sign an autograph Mm -hmm. dude it's not always easy yeah you can have have a shit day you know you can have like your own personal problems but you gotta turn it off and then turn on the the magic i mean i was in spain and there was a family they drove all the way from germany their kid had a mo he just cut a mohawk because he saw on the internet that I had a mohawk. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And so I get that a lot, but it's just like, and that shows how much these kids pay attention. They right? care. That's so cool. You, you are like this, like you said, bigger than life thing to them. They finally meet you. And, you know, like like you said, like you could be having a bad day, but you know what? Like it means the world to them. Yep. So, And for that reason, it should mean the world to me. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had days where I'm sitting in the truck. They're getting ready to start the, you know, turn the lights off and get all the spotlights going and whatnot and crank the music. And I'm just like, man, I really just want to be at home on my couch or <laughs> I want to be, I want to be out camping. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the phrase work. Yeah. The phrase, if, if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life. Complete shit. <laughs> Total bullshit. Yeah. You're, you're always working, man. Yeah. Right. I see the dudes racing supercross. They're not always happy. No. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, and they're they're beat up. In fact, my next door neighbor, um, he used to race, and you know he's messed up from it. And like you know, he's had back surgeries, he's had leg surgeries. Oh, you know, yeah. he he's walking around with some sort of like brace yeah, on his ankle are all and everything. Shot out. Yeah, I mean, man, he's he's like, oh, he's sore. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's true. Not a, it, you're not always gonna have a great time. <laughs> no, but like that's when you just pick a different adventure because I almost considered going into retirement because I've been doing this for almost 20 years and my body's pretty much done for the most part. I was actually born with scoliosis. Oh. So <clears throat> it really doesn't help yeah, to keep compressing your spine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when Hot Wheels called and, and I have an opportunity to travel the world, um, Australia has been mentioned uh, in the oh, ne- near future, cool. China. That'd be um, cool. You should South- get like... Uh, like, you can rent overland vehicles in a lot of these yep. places you go yeah. to. Yeah, and you get that got, Toyota Hilux, man. You know, when you're done working <laughs> on the weekend, you yep. know, let's go adventure. So that's like the those perfect huge time. camel spiders, though, or whatever they call yeah. them. You know, these, uh, <laughs> Everything in Australia wants to kill you, right? Yeah. Australia <laughs> has some weird stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool. For the most part, like when I was on tour, there were certain things that were already like set up for us to do. It was almost like a school field trip, dude. You showed up outside the hotel and the bus picked you up and it was all the other drivers and the crew and oh, some of the production. 
like, you know, I don't even care if Monster Jam's listening, but with them, you were a number, man. You don't get none of that. Yeah, yeah, I went to Puerto Rico for them. They 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 fly you in when it's not convenient. They fly you out like, dude, <laughs> the ship. ticket they could get. Yeah, yeah, you're all done. Go home. Yeah. But like I was over, we were in uh, Scot- Scotland or Poland. No, Poland. And my next stop on tour was Spain. Well, we were supposed to fly out like on a Thursday. It was only Tuesday or it was Monday. They're like, hey, we don't have a Friday night show. So we don't have to be there till Friday. If everyone's on board, we'll cancel your flights to Spain. We'll rent charter buses. We're only two and a half hours from Venice, Italy. You guys can, we'll get you hotels on the water and you have 24 hours to tour and then we'll fly you to Spain. That's cool. No so, way. So they called the, the production there called corporate, which is Chicago and said, Hey, you know, we got 40 people that are willing to just change it. Dude, the next morning we're downstairs, charter buses. Everybody dude. was on board with that, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Within a few hours, man, I'm I'm in Venice, Italy, dude, eating gelato. <laughs> so it's like that's awesome. You know, happy employees are productive employees, yeah. right? Yeah, it's hundred percent true, man. Just get them a pizza party, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's, they don't need a raise. Yeah. What's, fu- what's funny is you got seven monster truck drivers over there, not oh. really excited to drive monster trucks. We're more like, dude. Well, tonight we gotta go see this, and tomorrow yeah. we gotta go do that. We just gotta get. That was the gateway to travel. Yeah. The low point yeah. of your whole trip is getting to jump in a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cool yeah. part, like a good friend of mine, he's a a, a host of the show, Freddie. He, he brought some reality, dude. We were in Ontario, California and sold out. I think there's 16,000 people there. But he's like, dude, did you realize that you represent Hot Wheels is like the top five most ident- uh, identifiable logo in the whole world? Oh, yeah. Really? Like in the, the whole world... I guess, yeah. They're it's like world. Coca-Cola, McDonald's, yeah. Nike, McDonald's, Nike, you know, there's some big brands. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of, the flame, I mean, it's been around forever. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Dude, ha- have you seen some of the old ones, what they're going for? Oh, dude, oh, money. Sh- and like, yeah. So I, I know, uh, I was like digging through, I'm like, do I got any of these hidden right? somewhere? <laughs> no, hey, but mine, I believe wish. it or not, this is the kid in me with a dream. Yeah. Mine, I had the monster trucks and I'd take the Hot Wheels and hit them with a hammer. Oh, so it looks like they were crushed. Oh, ah. so you could drive over them. Yep. So they're all cambered in and uh, yeah. windshields busted. Now, now they sell them with like the plastic thing already. Yeah. But so Hot Wheels, their corporate office is in Chicago. I think I could be getting this wrong. Sorry, Mattel. It's in oh, El yeah, Segundo, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. Another one over there. So when we did Ontario, all of the big wigs from Hot Wheels were there. So you're definitely sweating bullets. Yeah. <laughs> but they have like some of the uh, manufacturing facility in that area. And they're like, dude, we'll bring you in sometime and show you how they're made. And they have all like the classics that are mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But yeah, I have a friend that uh, used to be my neighbor. He was the Falcon Tire guy. His name was Mark. And uh, he was a huge Hot Wheel collector. His whole garage was just like Hot Wheels, and you know they were in these like glass cases and stuff. It was it was nuts. He, he in fact gave us some of these like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, Falcon ones, and uh, stuff. the Falcon ones and yeah. stuff. And so um, it, it was really cool to see him because he was he's like an older guy, but he was like so into it. Um, but uh, yeah, the, Hot Wheels actually has like a car show in El Segundo. Tour of the Legends, is that something what it like is? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that every year? Every year, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it gets out, and, and it kind of travels too. They end up at SEMA at some point. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember they travel around. Because uh, we have another buddy who was on the the this show, um, Rory. <laughs> And Rory, uh, he actually uh, invited me out last year to do it because I actually have a Mini Cooper that looks kind of like a Hot Wheels car. Okay. And so um, my goal is to actually like get to go to the you know Hot Wheels show. No, oh, so that'd be it, rad. Show it there because I'll show it to you afterwards. But uh, I named it Mini Caliente, and it's got like a roof rack and all that kind of stuff. So um, got these like rally style wheels. So <clears throat> yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a Hot Wheel car basically. That's cool. Know? Yeah, I actually have uh, Falcons on my truck right now. That's good. I had Toyos, and then they were back ordered. Mm. But I oh, used yeah, to have low supply for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in 2006, 15, I had them on board with my Pro Light, and then I built 2018. I built a 1960 F100 for SEMA. Oh, mm. sick! In 28 days from 28 days from the day I bought it to the day it went in a trailer, and it had Falcons on it. So. Oh wow! Good tire. They're not loud. Like I hate loud tires. I love my Falcons. Like I, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. So um, I have a Falcon uh, Wild Peak AT three Ws on my ZR two. I put those on immediately, and then um, on my Mini Cooper, I have the Falcon Wild Peak AT Trails, and I love those tires. And I was actually just zooming up the Ortega Highway, which has a lot of switchbacks and everything. I almost felt like I was on some uh, a Zenny's. The, the, little, <laughs> the street nice tire. Little, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, because those things handled great, even though I was, you know, I lost my alternator. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I get a kick out of the thousands of YouTube videos that are just tire reviews. Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. And like so many of them was like kind of hard. Like somebody gives somebody a free set of tires and then they're giving you a review. It's hard to take it as a, an honest review. You know, yeah, like, oh, I love these whatever <laughs> tires. You know, and you know, then, who, you know, you know yeah, who does yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, a lot of, there's a few that do that. Like, oh, these are the best tires ever. And as soon as their contract runs out, they're like, oh, these are trash. They throw yeah. them away. And like, now it's like, so it's, it's hard for me to take any of those. I, I call those sticker sluts. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. I, dude, I turned down sponsors over the last 18 years. They offered me good money, but it's not about just throwing a sticker on and like, hey, run this product. You really got to believe in it, man, and you yeah. can see if someone's full of sh or not, right? Yeah. So I'm big on like, I mean, when I first started out, I kind of gravitated to whatever was thrown at me. But yeah, if you want to be taken serious, you got to play the game serious. Like yeah. when I got started, it was just a hobby, and it turned into a career real quick. So that's when you kind of just like for me. I mean, other than the hoodie I'm wearing right now, but like I don't wear something unless someone's paying me to wear it, like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not necessarily paying me with money, but you know what I mean? It's like, I, I talked to a guy at track once and he's like, give me, everyone wants me to help them with marketing. And one thing I learned with doing my own marketing is like someone like Brian Deegan, who I am friends with, he's got a marketing girl named Ashley. She's the go-to. She's the middle person. You don't ever talk to Brian. Yeah. So when I started doing my own marketing, people gave me credit and appreciated that the one that's going to represent them is the one they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I realized more personal. Yeah. yeah. And I realized if you're at the Deegan level, maybe you just don't have the time or they, but at least have an assistant to weed out the junk mm -hmm. and then let me entertain the good ones. You mean, yeah, so I mean that's what those, my assistant does on, on Instagram. <laughs> all those people like asking me to, uh, 
uh, model their jewelry for them and stuff. That's, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't accept those. <laughs> I get so many scams like that. <laughs> well, the, the, supp- the supplement one. Yeah. 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 You'd be perfect representation for our... I'm like, are you? have no. you seen me? So, <laughs> so recently I, I just got two new puppies or whatever yeah. and I started like hashtagging like the different puppies or whatever, like like golden doodles and whatever because it's popular Yeah. because um, I have two golden doodles and uh, I have all these companies that are like, oh, you'd be a great ambassador. Yeah. Just here's a discount for our overpriced whatever word, oh Ugh. my god it's terrible so or they like, give you a dis they offer you a discount and it's like dude that's your black friday deal bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep now this, oh, yeah. this one company did actually give me a really good deal it was like pack leashes or whatever and they had a really cool uh combination <laughs> for the collar and the leash it was like this pizza it was like a pepperoni pizza with the cheese dripping and i bought it because it's the exact tattoo that Ali Venture oh, has oh, on her right. ankle. Yeah. Oh, like, that's oh, funny. This is too perfect. I got to get it this. Match, well, yeah. you, you yeah. know that cheese is glue, right? Oh, Not for even sure. cheese. It's got to be. It's so over-processed, they, you know. They got me one time. So I have this, this you know, picture collage thingy here on the wall, right? Yeah. And I was going to replace that, and I found this thing on Instagram. They hit me with this ad, and it was for this wooden mural with these, you know, like... They took these different colored woods and they cut them out and they placed them with the trees and the mountains. And it was basically the same size, you know, like maybe like a, you know, three foot by four foot, you know, piece of art. I'm like, this thing's rad. So I bought it and then I got it in the mail and this is it right here. Oh, wow. This is what I got. (laughs) And I opened the package and it's like this little balsa wood. Looks like somebody <laughs> did it in their garage. Yeah, put it on a printer and just printed it out. So I paid a bunch of money for this little thing, thinking I was getting this amazing <laughs> handcrafted nothing, wood. Nothing beats our old friend Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I got to tell this story. So he was obsessed with... Um, he was he was living by the ocean and he was like I, I i'm a surfer i gotta get out there he's like but he wanted to get one of those like boards that it's like a foil thing and then it goes above the water and it's motorized oh yeah i forgot what they call them but it's like something that looks like it's at like least, a hydrofoil type thing yeah, where yeah. Like lift up it's literally like five grand minimum there yeah. okay and uh, he he got this Instagram ad and it said like only for seven hundred dollars and so he bought it and then it took forever and it said oh your package is on its way he was All so excited. excited he opens it up and he sends me a video on Instagram <laughs> it was the shittiest boogie board you've ever <laughs> seen from China it was like a miniature one I literally had he it. has it I just threw it away just, <laughs> just recently away. yeah it was the crappiest <laughs> boogie board and so we we called it the bougie board oh wow and he paid like seven yeah. Yeah, he paid $700 for this thing that was looked worse than Walmart. Yeah. Well, you know how you get those like suggested ads? I just uh-huh. got one from China for 9500 bucks. I can buy the Carp Expedition trailer. But, like, dude, they don't even make them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to pull one from China? Oh, well, I'm sure they stole it. You but, like your little, <laughs> yeah. but like your little sign. Yeah. There's 5,000 people that buy that. That oh, yeah. dude just did Made really good. Killing. Yeah, he's gone now. You can't find him now. He's so just... I, I feel like because of stuff like that, there's some credibility not going to some of these reviews on products. Like, are you getting paid to say it? Yeah. Especially yeah. when it's the same dude and they're like, okay, this is my 10th stove and this is my favorite. Like, yeah, it's hard. This is my 10th favorite stove. Yeah. <laughs> but I like, dude, I like when, like with Brad, like he'll straight up, that he'll let you know if he got it sponsored or not. Yeah. And then he'll nice. give his honest reviews, including the negatives. Because there's no product in any industry that is just perfect. Perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the rule. 
in advertising, if you get paid or get it free or whatever, it's a sponsored type of deal. You actually have to claim that it's a sponsored ad. That's been recent the last couple couple years. Yeah, Uh, we we dealt with that a lot too. And so, um, yeah, I know that that's a fact. Because, but that's not fair either because like, even if it's paid, to, to me, the minute someone says, oh, I'm being paid to say this, you kind of just kind of throw it You're out. You're throwing it out, yeah. You're more so talking to the, your buddy and like, dude, what what do you think of that that you bought? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, right? we recommend a lot of product, like the Fireside Outdoors you mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah, we don't it, get paid on that. Yeah, like yeah. You know, we don't really have any sponsors or anything like that. We, we've kind of got a few coming on board here now, but like it was always products that we actually used ourselves and we believed in so we'll recommend it because yeah. like make yeah this thing works and i'll tell you the goods and the bads of it maybe but like i'll give you an honest opinion on it you know not because somebody's paying me or gave it to me for yeah. free i bought it <laughs> you know we paid full price for all this shit and so, i'll say it's good you know so a couple episodes on uh, ago we had a, a guy named brandon barbarina and he actually works for liquid molly okay and uh it was funny because he was actually talking about it because he's a very he, he knows his mechanics right and he understands, and he's used a lot of different products. They're oil, They're, right? Yeah. Oil and whatnot. It's, it's lubricants. It's, it's and, yeah. lubricants and additives and everything else. And it's like super high-end stuff from Germany. And um, he was talking about how anything they advertise in Germany, they actually has to go through like a system, and it actually has to do what you claim it does. And so he was actually saying, he's like, yeah, I just got hired on. I feel like it's kind of like snake oil. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it or not. He's like, but you know what? I tried it out on my gladiator. He's got a newer gladiator. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I was kind of making this like the lifters like were lifters giving were, some noise yeah. or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, I'll try some product because he gets, you know, he's got a bunch of yeah. stuff that, to try out because he's like the sales rep. He, and he's like, he's like, sure shit, dude. It actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a believer now. <laughs> you have to link me up with him because yeah. so yeah. right now all the guys are over in, in Europe. They're wrapping up in uh, Bulgaria right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually enjoyed the time off because when my son turns 18, he's going to serve a mission for our church for two years. That's awesome. Oh, cool. So as a good parent, like, dude, I'll trade it off, right? Like, monster trucks aren't going anywhere, but my son's just getting older. Yeah. But uh, one of the head dudes, he's just spent 1200 American dollars for 10, ga- for 10 gallons of oil. Whoo. Whew. So we've been looking for an oil Liquid brand. gold? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Basically. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, they're a huge brand. I mean, they sponsor, yes. they sponsor F1. Yep. They, they do the MotoGP. Yeah, I know the um, brand for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I think so they just got into ORW. You can buy it at ORW. Yeah, he just got into ORW. Yeah. We know the guys at ORW, too. Jace yep. over there. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, after the show. Oh, you know I'll, Jace? I'll yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was on, on the show. I've known him for years. He was on a podcast a, a few episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool dude for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some really cool Jeeps, man. He's got that flat fender and everything. And I love I love Greg Adler, the owner. Okay. Yeah. So so humble, man. Yeah, they're cool. Probably people. one of the only guys that I know that's shorter than me. But <laughs> <laughs> call them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll I'll connect you with Brandon. He's, 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 he's a really yeah, he's cool good dude. People too, yeah. He's really good people. He's local. So yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's funny when you say local, when some people call me and they're like I'm giving them a quote, and they're like, yeah, I really want to keep it local. And I'm like, bro, you really don't have an option. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's only so many. This is this is public knowledge, so I don't mind saying it, but like Deaver Springs, the place I go to get my raw spring material, their springs are just sitting on a pallet. Like, they're pre-made. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why if you call Deaver and you're like, dude, I need a spring pack for my 21 Toyota Tacoma, they're, okay, uh, eight to ten weeks out. Well, yeah, because they got to order it. 
Yeah. You call me because you need custom springs. Even busy, you're looking at six to eight days. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Pretty quick lead time. That's actually good to know for our listeners because yeah. all of our listeners, like, they, they're getting their suspensions done. They're doing mm-hmm. custom builds. They need custom tuning. I mean, uh, you said your shop's where? In Escondido? In Escondido, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's local. We're yeah. talking about local. <laughs> local enough. I mean, I bought my truck in Escondido. So, and yeah. I do a lot. So, in, 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 in that sense, like, some people think they have to go with a complete spring replacement, right? And you really don't. So, like, today for uh, Topo Terra uh, Adventure Rentals, so his is a 2020 Tundra, I believe, might be getting the year wrong, but same thing. And he's got the IU cap set up on it. He's got the max tracks and whatnot. So with his spring, what we're doing is your typical leaf spring is two stages. You got your main spring pack and you got the flat overload on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, the flat overloads suck. Like if you ever watched like redneck, like motorsports or like old <laughs> tough truck stuff, you remember yeah. seeing the dude bucking? Yeah. Yep. Well, it's because the spring is loading on that overload, and the overload's sending all the energy back, so yeah, it bucks. shooting it. And by the time that engages, your truck's already sitting with a Cali lift, which was cool in high school, but <laughs> not when you're doing adventure travel, right? Right. So what I do, and this is, you know, if you need new springs, I'll sell you new springs, but for the most part, 99% of the time, this is what does for, for overland setup, is I'll eliminate that overload, and then according to your weight, I'll add three or four underneath it. And I'm not talking like the Icon mini pack where they send you with a ton of arch and you just throw them in and you're like, okay, that didn't do anything. It's the same thickness, same gauge as your spring pack, but it turns it into a single stage spring. So you have one consistent spring rate instead of bouncing off an overload. Mm. And that's what we did for Dead Man. It increases the payload, but it softens the ride because it's not bouncing on that overload. Oh, that's good to know. See, that's I think what my issue is. So I have I have a Icon leaf pack in the rear and then but when I put the camper on the rear, I swapped out. I ended up putting well, I still have the the, the icons and the the shocks, but I put in uh, airbags. Yeah. Just for the the weight. Firestone the airbags. Firestone, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um the ride right airbags or whatever they are. But now I get like it's pretty smooth when I'm driving, but like if I'm like just driving down the road and I'll, you know, hit a bump, it almost feels like it has like a buck to it. You want to know why? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact. Yeah. So you got the leaf spring that wants to deflect up and down, right? Yeah. Well, you got the airbag that's pushing against it. It's fighting it. So your leaf spring's wanting to move and the airbag's saying, no, don't move. Hmm. So biggest thing I tell people, like even when the airbags are a day old, rarely do we ever leave them on. Rarely. But it's like, dude, rebuild the leaf spring, and you don't need the airbag. Hmm. And for the most part, like when people go, oh, well, if I add a lot of weight, I want to be able to lift it back up. Well, there's a certain window of of weight where it's okay if it squats an inch. Like, an inch, if you're squatting three inches, you don't have enough leaf spring. Yeah. yeah. If it's yeah. coming down an inch, I still wouldn't put on airbags. So it's still going to ride better. Yeah. But a yeah. lot of times I wouldn't be surprised if you take the air out of your airbags and look at the icon springs and they're flat. Yeah. That's the thing too. Flat leaves, that shackle is all the way back. Mm-hmm. So there's no deflection. All you're getting is negative movement out of the leaf spring. Well, yeah, because I have like the add a leaf pack or mm-hmm. something like that. But I'm yeah, like, that little add, mini. Th- yeah, I don't yeah. want to add that, you know. And then I think I have like an extra leaf too I can add in if I needed to. But I'm like, but then I, so I'm like, uh, everybody. 
all the forums, you know, for four wheel camper kind of stuff, they're like, oh, you got to go airbags. The internet, well, you got to get it wrong. If you call, <laughs> yeah. Well, so well, I want the adjustability. I'm like, okay, so if I pull the camper off, now I got no weight in the bed, and I didn't want to be all stink bug. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we we're saying, like, so I'm like, oh, the airbag will dump the air, and I could ride just on the shocks and whatever. But yeah, single stage in the spring helps it. So that if you do take camper off, it's not looking like a landscaper. Yeah, but yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, no, man. Or <laughs> an avocado company yeah, where you're yeah, putting yeah. the you got the forks on the back to yeah, carry yep. the bin. Yep, yep. But uh have you heard of Pop Top Overland out of San Diego? Yeah, yeah, I love those guys. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. I probably get ten jobs a okay. month from them, if not more. Like just when I went to the expo right before I saw you. Yeah, they were there. Yeah, they're like, dude, it was the first day. He's all dude, I've been here for two hours and I've already given six people your card. Nice. <laughs> like straight up because that is that's a thing people will spend thirty five hundred dollars dude on uh crap yeah. that doesn't work mm. but then when i say hey two grand to, to rework the rear spring they don't want to spend it and a lot of times it's because wait you're gonna reuse my leaf spring right because we how many times have you opened up a lift kit you install it and you got so much leftover crap yeah like the human brain, when you spend money, is you want to see a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it comes like, with stickers, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to have a cool sticker come with all my shit. But like if you five grand. if you came into my shop and you're like, dude, I'm persistent. I want a custom set of springs yeah. for my truck. You're looking around 2800 bucks. Yeah. And again, people go, whoa. You know, what about old, Andy, old man emu oh, yeah. or deeper? Dude, you're talking about something that's just off, off the, the shelf. shelf. For everybody's setup, yeah. dude. Yeah. The same spring that they My put... My setup's going to be different than your setup, but we both have Tundras, but we have different weight requirements or yeah. something, yeah. And all those leaves are important uh, deflection points. Like, if we do a drag car, or, yeah, a drag car, the front side of the leaf springs, all the leaves are almost the same length. And where the back side is, is tapered with big gaps. Because hey. all the movement's in the back, and you're treating the front of the leaf spring like a traction bar so you don't mm -hmm. get axle wrap. Yep. But like for you, they'll be like, "Oh, you got a camper? Here, here's the same spring it's a that generic, yeah, that Joe Blow uses with fiberglass bedsides and two tires. Like, yeah. dude, it, yeah. it's not the same. Yep. And that's why we're not this big nationwide company. That put, I mean, I ship all over, but that's why we're not a big production like just company. cranking them out because it's all custom. Yeah, it's all one off. I can imagine how many times they get calls from Icon or Dever. Fabtech, all of those companies with, with problems with their leaf springs. And they just say, oh, pull a leaf out. Well, dude, you just ruined the integrity of the spring. Yeah. <laughs> so I love talking about it only, uh, not only because it's all I do, but like <laughs> it's kind of, <clears throat> there's this movement with like leaf springs are old technology and that four links yeah. and coilovers are, are the, the thing. Dude, I will take a leaf spring vehicle even with off-road racing, so my first uh, Pro Light was a, like a first-gen. It wasn't four-linked. It was leaf spring mm. with 12 inches of travel. And I don't know if you ever went to the Lake Elsinore track. Yeah, there. I did. Okay, they had that jump called Mammoth, mm -hmm. like 120. Dude, I could launch that sucker at 65 miles an hour and not spill my water. And we're talking, <laughs> I'm landing on leaf springs. Smooth, with, with, yeah. So I tell people it's not about, one, it's not about how much travel you have. It's about how it's set up. Yeah. If it's set up right, you can do a lot with eight to ten inches. That's but like, said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd be a happy man with that, bro. 
If my kids are listening, yeah, I, yeah, it wasn't me that no, said that. That was me. That was, that was Jerry. That was Jerry. Yeah. But um, crap, you totally distracted me. But like, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. You can do a lot with tenants. Yeah. I saw it and it got yeah. distracted. Yeah. But like, so since we're so close to Baja, not only do we get like the chase trucks, but we get like the the bros that want to go surf with their four wheel camper and they're yeah. down there for months, right? Well, with lease rings too, like they're so. Like you can break them and you're still gonna get home. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can break three, four leaves, and I've seen people come to my shop. I'm like, dude, how the hell did you make it here? They right. made it right. Yeah. But you break a coil over on a four link setup, you're done. Yeah, you're limping that fucker. You're <laughs> you're driving in circles because yeah. I mean, at least leaf springs, you can shove a four by four piece of wood in there, right? <laughs> you could. Some yeah. bailing wire, and you're good to go. Get a C clamp on there, you're good. <laughs> you know, vice grip. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. one time back when when National was around. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about National. Yeah. In the four by four magazine, they like did a feature thing on how they do them. My dad called him, and he's all, dude. You guys are dumb. Like <laughs> you're rad. you're showing people how you put food on the table because it really is a lost art. Like the anvil I use is custom made. Like oh really? Yeah. Like with torch and grinders made because not just a normal anvil because we arch them by hand and we yeah. de arch them by hand, which is another reason why like a Chinese spring. Oh, I won't mention. They're pretty the much, brand, yeah. dude. If you can buy it from a Summit catalog, dude, it's China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the material's tempered, and when you hit it with that sledgehammer, you shock shatter paint. it, right? No, when you, so if I have like a sixty-inch leaf spring and I'm hitting the end of it with the sledgehammer, I can feel the energy go all the way to my hand, just transferring. Mm-hmm. Through, I'm, yeah, because yeah, I'm shock pinging it. It's transferring the energy, so I can reset the memory. Where if I take that same leaf and put it in a machine and just bend it. And then I jump on both of them. The one I arched with the hammer and an anvil will maintain its arch. Huh. The other one that was machine done will will lay flat. Really? So that's why a lot of people take their 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 china springs, put them in their rig. They're good for like three, four trips, or let's just say if they're lucky a year. But over time, dude, they just you go flat. Sag. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. And a lot of times, when I rearch them, that I I'm like, dude, I can't guarantee it, man. My steel comes from the U.S. of A, right. and it's made with two hands. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like one of these times, you guys, you you guys will have to see my my trailer. Like, it, it's pretty gnarly for a trailer. I need to put shocks on it because it's got that much movement. But I just gotta have time, right? Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and then on our on our roads and on our freeways, you you hit a pothole. It does. Yeah. It, it'll do one bounce and settle, but still, I'm just like. Ah. But then shocks look cool. Like it goes back yeah. to the the fact that we do things because they look cool. Yeah, of course. Human nature. It's yeah. America. Yeah, that's what we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come down there because I definitely need some. I gotta work out my issues. I didn't know what it was. I was gonna drive up to Icon here in like a week or so and try and see if I can get them to square it away. I got a leaky shock. I got all kinds of issues. You, you, you don't rebuild shocks, do you? <laughs> yeah, no, I do that too. Oh, you do? Well, I do it, it kind of as a side. I do it at my house only because there's so much dust in, in, in the shop. Oh, yeah. You got to take it all apart. And then, yeah, yeah, and when you got all the the shims laid out, like if you're distracted, you'll just... The other day I had a shock apart and the table got bumped and they all fell and I'm just like... Fuck. And, <laughs> and, and the shock stuff really is like on the DL. Like I'm really good friends with um, 
I'm in a total brain fart, but with Down South Motorsports. Mm. Okay. And he'll help me out on things because he's like, all right, like, there's enough bread to feed everybody. Yeah. And it kind of started out with me just doing my own stuff. And then I had people bringing me stuff and they're like, dude, I want it softer or it just needs to be serviced. So, like, now I try to sell everybody at least a smooth body Fox because I do. It can be serviceable, but do nowadays it seems like I get customers that just buy a whole new shock. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because it's a hundred bucks and rebuild a, a smooth body and you can buy a new one. I mean, for 200 bucks, but to me, it's still like, Hundred bucks. Yeah, I'll, bucks. Save, I'll save the hundred bucks. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're doing all four corners, right? Yeah, yeah it's four hundred bucks. Yeah, but even on YouTube, bucks, yeah. like YouTube's the go to YouTube and learn how to fix it. Hey, I'm a YouTube mechanic. Hey, certified. I'm YouTube certified. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that one the other day. I, I did my homework before coming on uh, here. All right. <laughs> oh. YouTube certified mechanic. That's right. You get certified for anything on YouTube, I, man. Yeah. I know. What's cool is like in the in my kids have all had the same fifth grade teacher and he was, it wasn't curriculum, but he taught them like how to find solutions using the internet, especially YouTube. Mm. 90% of the times when the kids are like, dad, this broke, like they, they could have figured it out. Yeah. Even, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to see the kids like, dad, look what I did. Cause I, I watched YouTube. Oh yeah. yeah. That's cool. Not just I'm watching other people. <laughs> Play video games or shit like that. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, unboxing videos. Oh, oh god. god. No, I. Uh, <laughs> or I watching actually... people eat. You're like yeah. you're watching them eat food while you go eat. <laughs> yeah, just go to a restaurant. Just Look go at do this. it. Go some yeah. people watching. Yeah. yeah. No, I need to actually uh, replace. I kind of mentioned this before. My Mini Cooper, the alternator died this past weekend. I was going to South OC Cars and Coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go over the Ortega, and uh, my alternator just went out, and so I lost power steering, brakes, like all this stuff. It was wow. pretty scary. Yeah. And then my my dog's like throwing up in my lap at the same time. It was a great day. <laughs> oh. Um, but I, I made it home, and uh, I need to replace the uh, alternator on Mini Cooper now. And yeah. so uh, I was watching YouTube videos. Like, how hard is this? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a know. believer. Worst case, your worst case, you're paying someone to do it. Yeah. So at yeah, least I'll try, least it, try right? it first myself. Yeah. yeah. Screw it up. Then professional will come along and be like, you're well, an idiot. There's a, <laughs> there's a line where you're going to cost yourself more money. And so just don't cross over that line. It's an alternative. Cut your losses and just <laughs> yeah. take it to somebody who knows what I they're get, fucking yeah, doing. Yeah, I get people in my shop where they're like, yeah, my friend's a fabricator. And I'm like, dude, I got to spend, spend eight hours undoing what they did and then start doing. Yeah. Oh, way yeah. too many people watch Discovery Channel. Like, yeah. I had a guy bring me a 76 Blazer and he had a, I don't even know what kind of diesel it was, but it was out of a bus. Like, we're talking <laughs> 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. It's like, dude. Watch him way too much welder up. <laughs> and I, you laugh, but like, so oh, I don't doubt. No, I believe it 100%. In the monster truck world, like, I've gotten to know all those people. Like, when I'd go party at SEMA, um, they'd do a, a celebrity party over at the welder up shop with Steve Darnell. So that's where I started meeting like Diesel Brothers. I'm good friends yeah. with, with oh, uh, cool. Diesel Dave. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to like, I know we're all over the map in conversation, but like one thing I'm known for in my industry is like I get the DMs that are annoying, but like for the most part, like I'll answer back, like I'll reply, I'll answer your question. And I'm known for, for interacting because dude, I'll be 40. So 35 years ago, dude, I was a kid that's like, Hey, that's what I want to do. You were that person. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I get it. They, They could be the generation when I'm 70. And so you got to give them time and it just sucks when you, you know, 
read tabloids or whatever, and you hear about people being total douchebags when they're approached by fans, like there's a time and a place. Like I've been at in and out in Carlsbad, Tony Hawk's there eating. Dude, there's like 13 people like surrounding this table. Like, dude. Leave them be for a minute. Yeah, leave them be. Like I've been bugged at, at, at restaurants before, but it's just quick. You know, you still got to respect it. Um, yeah, I always, I don't ever want to be, I'll see somebody, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, start fanboying or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, that's, and like, I don't want to be that guy coming over and like talking to him. Like, I'm just going to let him, he's enjoying himself out here doing whatever the heck we're doing, you know? And like, I don't want to. Well, that day Brad came by the shop, like I was out getting parts and I come up and my dad's out talking to him. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, like it's trail recon. Yeah, I yeah. watch his stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I was like total, like. You're a fanboy. Yeah. Fanboy yeah. right there. Yeah, I've been there. And it was funny because I'm like, dude, I'm like, dad, I watch his he videos on no YouTube. Idea. He's pretty big. I'm all, whatever he wants, just do it for free. <laughs> yeah, and Brad's all, no, dude, I'll pay. I'm like, no, like, it, he ended up paying. Yeah, it's funny because he talked cool. about suspension on uh, one of his follow-up videos, and he just talked about using a local shop. Yeah, I think I saw that. Actually. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. That yeah. was you. Okay, yeah, the minute cool. I saw it, I'm like, well, first I saw it was at the upholstery shop that made my six-inch mattress earlier. Yeah. They did the upholstery on his. It's kind of cool because, like, you know it's in every industry, but, like, in our little, like, neighborhood-type area, dude, there's an axle shop, oh. and there's us, and there's a there's the dude that's got the tire shop that loves cash, that kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> like hit guy. one and... Lalo's tire shop. Yeah. <laughs> Your one stuff. Yeah. Hit them all. And, yeah. You got everything in close. But like, there. that's where the trust comes in. And, and like, the where, how we we're talking about like the credibility with like, hey, I'm getting paid to say this. Like, I 10 times over will go to somebody that I need because they're recommended versus how good their website was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if someone can trust them, like, I had a roofer at my shop yesterday, don't even know his name. But he came recommended because we had some leaks uh, in the corners of our office. This guy might need. Yeah, to I might need to talk to you about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, dude, uh, he's been doing my buddy's roofs for like twenty years, so I didn't question anything. Yeah. He just came yeah. in. He's like, "Hey, it's four hundred bucks." I'm like, I went up, saw it, saw what he did because like we had patched it so many times over the years <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't draining towards the drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing, and I, I feel like there's not much trust in society these days. So when you find Art. it, you stick with it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. loyalty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if I got somebody who I know I can trust with something, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use you every time for whatever yeah. purpose I need. Yeah. Yeah, when I first met you, I am thought, dude, Duck Dynasty is here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> be, yeah. straight up, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a beard, too, like a real big one, but, yeah. you know, yeah. not, not as big as his now. <laughs> so I try to get rid of mine because, like, in my game, we try to look younger. Like when the hair's cut fresh, the gray's gone because of the mohawk yeah, facial yeah. hair, it's got to go. Yeah. I even dye it too. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I when I used to be clean shaven when I had a uh, corporate job and stuff like that, I had short hair and clean cut and all that, and I looked 10 years younger. Now I look like, like an old man. Yeah, I just like a homeless <laughs> old man and, you know, whatever. Well, at least with the beard, now you have the option to rewind it. You're yeah. like, Botox? Yeah. I don't need that. I just need to go shave. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah. Man, don't worry. I'll... I'll, I'll 
knock 10 years off real quick. Hold on. I mean, no, by he, he needs to keep the beard. It hides the wrinkles. Underneath. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> now it's actually, yeah. <laughs> I just have to not smile and the wrinkles aren't there. Like yeah. that, I'll agree with Kim Kardashian. She doesn't smile because of the wrinkles. Is that her excuse? But if you have you wrinkles, know? you're happy, right? Oh, oh I, you know I'm what? I'm super happy because I got wrinkles for days. <laughs> Those so, crow's feet coming off the bat. Or you, or you've been crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, I this one, too. <laughs> there's this one girl I follow on uh, Instagram and she does like all these remakes of the Kim Kardashian, the whole Kardashians show or whatever. And the whole time she's like, Oh my God, Kim. And da, da, da. and like her face never moves. Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's probably why right there. Yeah. So guys can't but. stay young. Don't want to age. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip from the average overlanders. Yeah. It's inevitable. <laughs> We're always oh, going to age. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to got any more questions for Mr. Monster oh, truck man, here? Old, I mean, I know we covered a lot. We were all over the place covering a bunch of stuff. Um, where you, where you, you said you're going Pacific Northwest next? Yeah, which, a.k.a. Oregon. Yeah. Like, on yeah. that one trip we did, we covered a lot, but we just yeah. kind of want to go slower. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, you almost do your, your scouting trip, see all the stuff, like, get ideas, like, okay, I want to go back here now. We can we can probably connect him with uh, As Is Overland because he actually has some... Uh, he's got some rad drop he's points. He's got some real I've dude, rad drop points yeah, in Oregon. We're definitely wanting to do some fishing. Like, if you can get me near water... And not other people, I will be in. Yeah, and he's all about that getting away from people. So yeah, yeah. Even like Chateau, they they were dropping me some pins for Oregon and stuff, but they were more of the coastal stuff. But yeah. Hey, so quick, quick uh, thought here. So like, I know when I was getting into the overlanding and kind of seeing what it's all about. Like over in Australia, it's, it's lifestyle for them. Mm -hmm. Over here, it's kind of been a new thing, and kind of at least in California, pavement princess, right? Yeah. So, like, and, and YouTube t tends to just all be the same, dude. Like, all just showing product. Mm. It's all tired. Like, where do you see this in, like, 10 years? Overlanding? Yeah, you see it fading out. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, it'll fade out, I think. But I, I think it'll just weed out, like, some yeah. of the people who are just in it for the, you know, some people are now wanting to get outside and... Now things are opening up. You can go to sporting events, all these other things. So they're like, well, I don't need to do this anymore. So they're going back to, you know, doing well, all that. They were spending all their money on their rigs when there was nothing else open, like you're saying. Yeah, true. And my now dad, they my have dad other was options. That too, yeah. And then that, and then you have the people who did it just for the, the clout, you know, almost mm -hmm. like, you know, they put all the stuff in, like, to show off, like, look at my truck. I got all the cool. There's coolest. a certain female that does that. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of cool stuff on my truck, and I look rad. My rap sponsor does, he do, he's trying to sell his Ram. Yeah. Dude, his list is like, he, if, if, if they made it, he's got it. And at the end, it literally says, never been off road. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a lot. And he used the tent on his property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think there's going to be a, a portion that'll, who are actually like, you know, I love it. I mean, I, I'll not, I'm not going to stop doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, cause I like it for the adventure of it, you know? So, I'll, you know, there'll be a, I think we'll weed out a lot of the, you know, people who weren't really into it. They're kind of half hearted into it and stuff like that. Which and is it, just better for us, which right? Which is better because yeah. it'll open up more of the land and stuff like a that. A lot of the, be as well, crashed. Yeah. a lot of the people I see coming to my shop, they either were unfortunate to survive their job. Yeah. And, and, or they're just over California, but like, hmm. I feel like COVID was kind of a, a wake-up call mm -hmm. for a lot of people on where they place their importance, right? Yeah. And when I spent two months in Europe, a lot of it really looks the same. Mm. Hmm. Starts to be all castles, all cathedrals. The roads look the same, the buildings. What, compare it to the United States, like there's so much diversity in scenery going state from state from state. 
So like I see authentic people that are really doing a complete, it's not their weekend getaway. Like it's their, their whole figured out life reset, you know, of the limitations of, of, of a house. Right. Cause like home really is where, where the heart is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get like emotional on this, but like family is everything. And so many people, whether it was COVID related or just mm-hmm. other health issues or even car accidents, like, Life is short. We're not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so like you, you're just getting more genuine people out there, but I feel like it'll be good for the tree huggers per se, because like a lot of the trash that you see on the trails mm-hmm. and a lot of the disrespect comes from the people, like you said, they're just going to fade out. Yeah. yeah. Like now that they can go to the movies and football games, like all their gears just sitting in their garage where like I grew up as a kid camping and it was minimal yeah. So this is just like a fancier way to do it. But the biggest take that I get is like, I love the fact that we can decide as a family, like 10 minutes before I get off work, like, hey, we want to go out this weekend. All I got to do is turn the fridge on, mm-hmm. throw some stuff in it, hook up and boom, go. Yep. So yeah, we, we you- did that all the time. <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's we were gone every weekend, every weekend. Yeah. We saw so much cool stuff around <laughs> Southern California. I mean, because we, we kind of kept it, you know, kept it local. Um, we went on some longer trips. But for me, um, it, I think it's going to evolve. And, and like you said, it's going to weed it out. But I think it's going to, for me, it was therapeutic. And when my dog passed away in last May, uh, I was having a rough time. And the only thing that could heal me, I think I even posted on my Instagram, the only thing that will heal me is, you know, getting out in nature. And um, now that I haven't, had the same amount of time that I used to have, it's really hard on me. And, um, I'm really looking forward to this next trip going out to Expo West. You know, my old stock, I grew up in Arizona, my old stock yeah. grounds, I get to see my dad. He's going to come up Friday night. So, uh, for me, it's very therapeutic and it's needed. So for me, it's not going away. Um, it has changed just because of time, but you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, my new camping buddy. Yeah. You know, I was just telling you about, you know, the pup, my, yeah. my daughters yeah. um, and my new kid too, yeah. you know, eventually it's all perspective, man. Because you know? like when you get home after a trip on the trail, it's still the same crap. Like you turn the TV on, it's still the same problem, but it's you that changed. Yeah. Right. Happiness is something I, I tell my kids, like you got to choose to be happy every single day. I tell my youth group, like you gotta choose every day to, that you're gonna do what's right and be obedient to to the guy upstairs, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you're for the most part you're in charge of your own your own destiny. Like anything's possible. Yeah. So like when I was riding Harley's, like I had a friend of mine that rode a Yamaha. Like, dude, can I ride with you? Like, dude, we don't discriminate. Like at the yeah. end, we're all riding. Yeah. Like if someone wants to go follow me up in their Honda Civic, dude, and and, and crash in the bed of my truck, like, dude, let's get out. Yeah. You know, because then that can spark something else. But I, I hope it kind of dies off and everyone, you know, the gyms did the same thing or the hiking trails. They were just bombarded. Cause yeah. It became absolutely a, became a fad. And then you tie social media into that. Like they're not even doing it for the experience. The experience. They're just doing it for that picture. Yeah. Like when I was cloud, in Venice, yeah. Italy, there's just a stupid bridge with water like every five feet. Well, there was a Pacific one. Sp- Pacific, uh, specific one that was popular on Instagram. 
there's like a line of like 40 people. <laughs> yeah. Just to get to no, it. like like the four corners uh, yeah. in the four corner state uh, connection. You know, there's there's a whole thing. There's like a line of people just trying to get a picture of just the four corners. It's like, it's cool. But and then when they get home, they got to look at their Instagram to see what they just did. Yeah. Right. And actually enjoy it. Well, like Horseshoe Bend used to be like that. You could just drive out there and enjoy it. But there's so many people who started flooding it. Now it's like they had to gate it off and they had to like, you know. Yeah, wait your turn, walk up or something. Eric just went there yeah. this past weekend. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, my yeah. buddy Eric just started like, you know, quote unquote overlanding. He's got yeah. a Subaru Outback, the the new Wilderness Edition. He put some GR40s on there from nice. Flat Out. Nice. Yeah. And so, um, and then he put on a, a roof nest tent and he went out and that was the first time he actually used his tent. I was like, oh, how was he? He's like, man, it was a blast. He's like being out there and then waking up to these views of the Grand Canyon and everything. He was like, it was amazing. You know, it's about just getting out and experiencing it. And a lot of people just do it for the Instagram, doing it for the videos. My favorite thing is, is like when you're going to like some event, right? Instead of actually looking at it and seeing the monster truck do whatever it does or whatever, people are out there with their phone. They're looking at it through their screen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you could have done that at home on YouTube because <laughs> it's going to be the same view. Yes. Why don't you just put your phone down and experience what's happening in front of you and see with your, your own eyes? Like the same thing going out in nature. See it for yourself. Take a picture so you remember it or whatever, but like don't sit there and just video the whole everything. Time, yeah. And half the time the pictures don't do it justice. Oh, never tell they're, they're they're just or it, or it's overdone, dude. Everyone's putting filters on everything. <laughs> yeah. So you go places and you're like not um, actually what you saw. <laughs> yeah. Like on with with the filters, like I tell my daughters, like, don't don't do the filters because when you start dating, like that's false <laughs> advertisement. We were I just sent you that yeah. the other day. We said each other views about that all the time. Yeah, it's like they're lying. It's not, yeah. yeah. A four will look like a 10 with enough oh, filters. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it, it, you know, they call it makeup, but I call it fake up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it makes them look completely different person. Yeah. Yep. But that's yeah. the society we live in, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's no, been yeah. a blast to be here for sure. Like, I feel like I've, I've gained two friends from that. Absolutely, Absolutely man. man. Yeah. And it's just conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, I, I'm soup. There's a time at my shop where it's like, dude, I got to end conversation. Yeah. But like you get to know people, you get to share stuff, you learn, and you know you got a you got a purpose to to meet up again and and do stuff together. You know, well, we got to meet up on the trail, man. For sure, I want to I want to see this uh, trailer. I want to yeah. go out and see some good stuff. You know, that'd so. be fun. Yeah, Let definitely. us know when you want to go out. Yeah, after I get my Jet Boil Genesis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on. I know, I know what we're it. cooking on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe, I'll, I mean, we, I don't know if our timelines will cross when we're in uh, Oregon and stuff. Maybe we'll try and link up up there or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be rad. And then I'm, I'm probably going to down at your shop here in the near future just to get my shit worked out, figured out, and then uh, check out the trailer as well. And then whenever the the monster truck show is in town, yeah, let yeah. us know. I, West I, I, Coast. I, Tour starts in August. Okay, right. So okay, give us some time. Either to watch it out. me on uh, social media, but I'll probably, I'll probably shoot, shoot you a link and, and let you know. Yeah, I'd yeah, like I to go take there my girls person. to that yeah, too. I'll yeah. bring Zoe. She'll have a blast at that. She loves it. So, <laughs> well, you want to get into some plugs then? Yeah, yeah. Or just, yeah. So our little plugs here. Um, <clears throat> what's your social media then? Where do you? Uh, it's Jonathan underscore Elkins underscore. On a, on the gram symbol, yeah, and I know there's a ton of ways to spell Jonathan, so it's J O N A T H A N, and then E L K I N S. Okay, cool. So, or if you look up hashtag Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live, I'm probably a majority of the pictures. He's, oh, got, yeah. a, he's got a mohawk, guys. Yeah, yeah I got for the dude with the mohawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no gray hair though. No, just just no, the no, mohawk. no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have a cut off. by the time they <laughs> yeah, see me. He'll trim yeah. all that off. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice, awesome. Nice. 
Well, thanks thanks for coming on, uh, Jared. What do you what do you got today for us? Oh, plugin wise, um, I obviously want to shout out uh, Rigs and Brews because that's coming up on the twenty third. Dude, next weekend. Yeah, it's coming up quick. I can't wait. That's down fix in, the alternator. Uh, yeah, I mean it's down in uh, Miramar um, at Duckfoot Brewery. It's always a fun time hanging out. You know, um, a lot of the fun vendors popped up. Overland, I think, is going to be there. Never been there. You got to come down. I saw the brewery, but I didn't see an address. I'm like, where is this? It's, yeah. yeah, it's Duckfoot Brewing, so if, if you're available, you, know you should the, come down. If you're on Miramar Road, you know where that pyramid is? Yes. It's like right behind the pyramid. Okay. Yeah, it's right there. The so. Ashley Furniture Pyramid. Yeah. 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 Well, it used to be, it, I think it even used to be the hub for uh, Uber when they were starting out, and uh, I did a bunch of work in that building, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's a blast, and it's like, there's so many cool people, cool vendors. It's a lot of fun. So we'll be hanging out there. Yeah. yeah the cool thing about Rigs and Brews is it's it's more about the people. Yeah. Okay. Because the community it's, and it's the community that's like real tight. So yeah. Uh, really good people. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good time. Um. And then. Uh, hmm. Oh, I I got a shout out. Um. I got yes. a shout out. Yeah. Homie. I was waiting for it. All right. Yeah. Uh. So our buddy Norm. Uh. He's been on the podcast a few times. Land Beaver. What up? What but up? He stopped by and brought us uh, some beers the other day. He's like, dude, I, I found this great beer. You got to try it. So, uh, Two Hearted IPA. Um, that's an American IPA. Uh, out of Comstock, Minnesota. Yeah. But yeah. We appreciate it. We're drinking these right now, Norm, so shout out. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Norm. And you know how we opened them, by the way. Oh, yeah. How, how's that, Ben? Oh, well, I stopped by 4122 today. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, he's like, hey, man, I, I got something for you. And he's he's kind of like prototyping out some things or whatever. But he has yeah. this bottle opener that looks like a shark. And he hasn't named it yet. Yeah. But I, I, I proposed a couple names or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But we used, we actually don't drink bottled beer. That often, and yeah. And Norm brought us by this bottled <laughs> beer. That we had. And then all of a sudden today, Nepo at 4122 gave us this bottle opener. I was like, it was destiny. It, it was, was meant, meant to be. be. <laughs> and, and you know, I will say that bottle opener was really clean and did smooth. Did quick work with those bottle tops. It did. You know, sometimes the bottle opener is like, ah, it's like not it. grabbing it right or whatever. <laughs> no, it was perfect. So. Uh, shout out to 4122 for that one. Thank you, thank you. Came um, in handy. But we also wanted to talk about really quick. Oh. Um, sorry to keep you late here. No but, worries. Uh, real quick, we are actually um, going to be coming up on our 100th episode here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Will be our 100th episode. Yeah, that's a Friday because they always drop on Fridays. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be releasing a couple things, uh, you know, more to come in the in the future weeks. But uh we have some great sponsors on board that we're going to be doing a giveaway for. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of plug this real quick. So check out our Instagram. Coming uh, soon. Yeah. We'll yeah. start posting up some of the uh, the prizes that they're you know they're giving us for the giveaway and stuff like that. And uh, we'll we'll figure out on our hundredth episode we'll kind of announce the winner and we'll figure out how the the entry and all that kind of fun stuff. But, yeah. I know. mean, it's not going to cost you anything. No. 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 It's yeah. it's it's more about just uh, appreciation the, for. People Keep sticking with it for 100 episodes. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know who wants to listen to us for 100 episodes, yeah, but you know I what I mean? Know, <laughs> with California traffic, it's easy. Yeah, I yeah, know, that's right? true. That's true. <laughs> I start an episode going to work, and then I finish it coming home. Exactly. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, for for a fact, uh, 4122, uh, they, they hooked us up with uh, some products, so mm-hmm. uh, be on the lookout for that. So, yep, yep. I mean, who doesn't need some by them yep, yep. <laughs> so yeah we'll, we'll have some other products too and we'll announce those as well as we go but yeah yeah so that's my plug all right <laughs> um anything else we were forgetting i thought we were supposed to mention somebody else this week i forgot uh well yeah. we'll catch him on the next one we'll right catch him on the next one <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, with that, I guess we're going to sign off. Uh, Jonathan, like, you know, once again, thank you. Awesome. Fun uh, hanging out, man. Thanks for having really me, man. Yeah. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah nice yeah. meeting you. Um, and everybody else, thank you for uh, hanging out with us once again. And we will uh, we'll hang out and catch you on another one. <laughs>